Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to another set review here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host Adam with me in the podcast. They've got Miles, Dan, and Ryan. So we are going to do a little review with our tier list maker here. Uh, we are going to be posting this also on YouTube so you guys can see this. And we are going to compile a list from um, all of us. So we're making one list for four people. Uh, rather than four separate ones, we all we did make our own a few days ago, but we thought it'd be a little bit more fun, and we could talk a little bit more about some of the interesting more figures if we uh, had our own tier and kind of argued uh, where they should go. Uh, we're not going to go into a huge in depth to a lot of these figures. If they're a pretty easy pass, we're just going to move past them. Uh, but some of the more interesting ones we will talk about. So let's start this off right away. Uh, so first off, we have 001 Lex Luthor, who was a big thing in Team Sealed. His big thing is friendly characters that are adjacent or share a keyword with Lex Luthor have the Superman enemy team ability. So he's basically giving your entire team outwit. He's also a flyer with sidestep, psychic blaster, and a three damage leadership. So I have him in A. Does anyone want to make a case to put him in S tier? I know, Miles, you do. No, so he I also said, does I, get the ring. Yes, he is Orange Lantern ring yeah. as well. I think he's high A. He has a potential to be an S. Um, it's going to see how it works out in game, but on paper, he looks like a potential S. Uh, especially because if you wanted to go with a mainly a Black Lantern team, you can go with Harold, and this can, is going to give you a cheap, um, cheap version of leadership. So you don't have if you're not able to play Superman. Um, as well as a you know the ring bearer trait and giving multiple figures out with. Yeah, I think I'm good with like a high A for this guy, unless anyone else has yeah. want to go S on this guy. No, I agree with that. He's not S, but he's he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next guy, it hurts me to say this, but Superman, uh, he's an F. He's just bad. <laughs> In sealed, he's good. In competitive, he's terrible. Yeah. Does anyone want to make the case of making him an E? I'm assuming not. No, no one's going <laughs> to play you on that so. one. Nope. Um, Batman, yeah. I think same thing. He's. I'd actually probably give him an E just because he has enhancement and stealth. <laughs> yeah. So that's a huge... Uh, I'm going to argue with that. I think that he is actually a high B, low A because of his trait of... Uh, Opposing characters that have the team ability he chose for his JLA can't use super ch shape change or super senses. Yeah, but so, it's only it's only when he attacks though, so it's not a it's shared. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. That's why I said that I think he's a, a B tier because I still think he can get some play um, for forty points. He's hitting eleven for four. Um, he has sidestep. He's not attacking range. when he's dead though. Nope, trash. 
I, that's, I fine. Most people don't attack when they're dead, except for the deceased ones. I think that there is potential there. I will. I will move him to a D. Can we all accept the D for Batman? He's better than Superman. I'll get it. Yes, he's much better than yeah, Superman. He's better than Superman. Yeah, he's better than Superman. Um, next one, we got Goon. You're never playing him at 50, but you are playing him at 15. I like the poison plasticity in power, so I would personally put him at a B for 15. Mm, I put him at I put him at C. A. I got him as A because the goon itself, um, being able to bring in other goons, him being a tie-up piece, having him power. Um, He's a taxi with Underworld. The, so all yeah, of them, I have you're generating all them. The goons together. Yeah, but you're going to be main forcing him. He's <laughs> he's one of maybe two or three that you're going to main force because of the, the taxiing with the seven and the empower. Um, mm -hmm. So we have an A, we have I'm a B, like, we have uh, a C. I think they're um, all the goons at 15 points. Except all between for the, A and B, depending on what they give. I would say the only one I didn't put there was the Gorilla City Warrior. I think I put him as D tier because he just didn't feel as good as the other ones. Yeah, I think B no, is, he starts with stealth. Attack. I think B is a good spot for this goon. The Empower is nice for 15 points, plus the taxi and... Um, if you can survive and you get that poison off, it's a nice dink for 15 points. I'm looking more at being able to pick these guys if you roll the uh, the, the three through six or whatever it is yeah. to bring yeah. them in. So I mean, sometimes just being able to have that empower or bring somebody in and you can poison right after that. Mm -hmm. I think that's more beneficial. Like you, you know, you need these things, and then you can pick on the fly. So the powers that he offers, I think, is actually pretty good. Yeah. I think B is a good spot for him. Yeah. Uh, Manhunter, um, he's better than Superman. <laughs> I'll put him at an E for me personally. I don't know if anyone else has a different opinion about this guy. That's, that's uh, even his trait doesn't make sense because yeah. you'd never want to play uh, what ninety of points of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, so. for an additional for additional one for free, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think E spot. Is good for him. Uh, Court of Owls yeah. Assassin. I like this guy because he's hard to hit. He's a 17 reflexes stealth with shape change and precision strike. I'd probably put him at around, and he's at the target uh, trait, which is great. And blades. I'd rather have the League Assassin over the Court of Owls any day of the week. For sure. So I I, I put him as D tier. See, I was going to give him a C. Miles, where would you put him? Uh, D. Yeah, D. I just, I, the only way I'd play him is by. Um, Generating him from Lincoln March. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think Roz also does it. Uh, no. Yeah, Roz does it. I don't think he, I think he only brings in the other one. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, C or D for this guy? Uh, Owl's Assassin would be D. All right, we'll put him at D. Uh, League Assassin. So this guy can move through blocking at the beginning of the, he's got the target trait and he's got sidestep and stealth. I put him as C tier because he is better than the uh, the Court of Owls assassin, and he can be generated. So, so he also gives you the Underworld team ability, yep. and he's got improved movements um, over it's outdoor out blocking. Yeah, and through characters, well, it's while you're moving, so you have the yeah, double so with the line. He, and he's got the, the moving attack. That side still has through walls. Yeah, yeah, no, so he's just wall. way better. No, it's over outdoor blocking, so it's not like through walls. You're just oh. you're, you're able to go over like outdoor oh, blocking. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, so we'll bump this guy to a C. Uh, Gorilla City Warrior, uh, probably an E. Uh, it's not too bad to bring him in and do th- uh, 11 for 3 for 15 points. Yeah, you bring him in. You don't ever main force him. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah. probably never going to use a super strength unless you do knockback. So he could do potentially 4 damage uh, and 1 attack. Mm-hmm. Late game, getting a guy in there with leap climb to remove a barrier or something like that. Yeah. You might be surprised. So I'd probably put him actually at a D tier for the, for me personally. He's more situational. Yeah. Uh, Joker Goon. Um, I like this guy a lot. Flurry Blades is always nice. I put him at a probably a C or a B. High C, low B. I'd bump him up to B. Yeah, you don't main Because he does have Batman enemy too. Yep. <laughs> I think B's a good spot. Dan, any... Opinions I had him in. I had him in, I had him in C, but uh, I really didn't. It was just it felt. But the Batman enemy bumps him up a little bit. But I, I mean, I, I still had him in like high C. Yeah, we'll put him at. I think we have like two Bs and a C, so we'll stick him at B. Um, on the f- tier maker, it says he has Superman enemy. That's actually Batman enemy, so don't let that fool you. Uh, Gorilla Boss. Um, from what Absolute. I remember, he doesn't do anything. Absolutely D tier. Um, D. I mean, oh, he does. You can generate two if you. Yeah. You know, if you're not first, yeah, but he's, he has, you know, but he's, he's otherwise just not good, though. Well, he's got a lot of clicks. No, he's he does not, offer but, leadership, yeah. and he's bringing in two of the goons that, if they die, can generate more. I mean, he's not terrible. I think his biggest weakness that I saw in sealed was his three charge, but he still has super strength and an eleven attack. And just taxi. bringing in, yeah, yeah, with the underworld and Batman enemy again too. So he definitely surprised me more than I thought. So I probably, before seeing him played a few times, would have put him in D. But I honestly think that he should be in C. I okay, think, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll. You, you, you played against him. I'll, I'll give it. I think he does enough to bump him up to a, a C with the super strength, the leadership, the bringing in goons, the the uh, Batman team ability, the underworld. I think he. Offers enough to make a, a C grade for that. My tier list was yeah. also only S through D, so mine was a bit compressed too. Yeah, this is a little bit more like if there was a Z, uh, Superman would be down there. <laughs> um, polar Bear. A tier. Everyone loves Polar Bear. A tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, S when he has the Coca Cola bottle. So, but I will put him S in A. He's a he's a water guy. He's got charge. He's got quake. He's got um, oh my gosh, battle fury. So he's going through shape change. He's got Batman enemies, so he can get possibly an eleven attack. He's a great piece to bring in. So he also does well, have the one through three. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He has that's the one through three so too. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you generate so you generate anything. If you don't generate anything, you can generate a nice blocking terrain marker in the square he last occupied. Yep. And then um, this game, that marker has adjacent characters must roll for a breakaway if they don't need to already. So if he gets KO'd, you're able to generate that blocking terrain and possibly tie someone up if he was killed with a close attack. Uh, next, so Black... definitely got bonus. Yeah, <laughs> I think he definitely is A tier deserved. Uh, next, we have Black Mantagoon. I put him in the same tier as Joker Goon, just because he's more of a range support than the Joker. Or not, sorry, the the Goon. 
Uh, he's a wild card. He's Quake. Yep. He is uh, Enhancement. I, he's Fishy. I've used him. He's A tier. I definitely yeah. think he's, he's, he's what he the offers. best dolphin piece in the game besides the poor bear. <laughs> team player, team force player blast. Yeah. Enhancement. Enhancement. Yeah. And he generates water terrain, so he's helping your other dolphins. Or you're just yeah. getting a goon. I'd uh, say he's actually one of the ones you would main force if you can get the, yep. um, the keywords for sure. All right, Miles. Before the podcast was talking about how Bizarro was S tier. We'll see how convincing not say he, he was is. S tier. I will not say S tier. I think he is A tier. I did not say S. I said A tier. Uh, let I'm me go. Let me go back in the chat here and just see what Miles said here. Um, yep. Okay, ahead. you're right. A tier. I, I must have saw the Z yeah. in Bizarro. Yeah, he's not S tier. Uh, so A tier yeah, no, for he's, Bizarro he's for 120 or for 60. It's only at 60, and you start at click 5, because you're getting, you have a hypersonic super strength, um, which is 11, 18 invincible, and 3 CCE, so you're 12 for 4 with hypersonic. He has 5 range, I know that's not great, and I know you still have to roll his breakaway, but for 60 points, uh, especially in pull-up, it's going to be hard-pressed to find someone that's a, that much of a beat stick um, for close combat, especially in the comments, and for budget players, and I think... Um, even in modern, I think that he can really surprise a lot of people in that A tier. Um, you can do, you know, team with APOC and Genesis just for jokes. Give him a sword, like Pog your Pog. Give him that giant reach. He has an APOC rollout. Um, you know, because maybe you you spent all your money on the APOC Genesis, and so you're figuring out how to make them work. Get common <laughs> Bizarro. Get two common Bizarros. Run two of them at 60. You know, he's, uh, yeah, he's my favorite common of the set that's not a goon. And I think that he deserves to be played at 60. I know a lot of people looked at his trait and thought he started on click five and he had to go backwards. Um, that's not how it works. Um, yes, click five, start there, never start on click nine, ever. And you never play him at 120. I mean, being a 12 for potentially five damage and uh, 18 invincible with hypersonic and potential outwit is never bad for 60 points. So I would agree with that. I'd say high B or low A. High beer. That's because I'm drinking a beer. High B, low A. Yeah. yeah, I never said he was high A. I'm just saying he's a solid A tier piece. Um, because if you're on a budget and you need a beat stick, you, I mean, you really can't get much better with him at a dollar. And you, I think he'll be surprising people and actually win local events. And he might even win, you know, some some higher end like states uh, if he's on the right build. Even so if he's what not I like the about best him. Even though you're not usually going to start him on that click nine, it just having the option against certain teams to go running shot mm -hmm. pensai and shape change is definitely beneficial. You're not always locked in if that's not the best thing for him to be yeah. in a close combat attack. Yeah. Uh, no. yeah, I mean the ten attack sucks, but I mean if you have perplex and everything, it's 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 good. Yeah. Next Riddler goon, uh, no attack powers, but he does have two damage with CCE with Underworld. Uh, got another situational guy. I would say C this is my least favorite. I would say C two. I wish he had perplex um, from click two all the way down, because then he would have actually worked with the Riddler um, instead of having to have him take one damage. I think that that would have been really huge if he was just two damage perplex instead of the CCE on click four. Yep, that would have made him playable. Oh, very much so. Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, White Rabbit Goon, I think that's an easy A. Yeah, it gives uh, yeah. Aunt May a run for her money for being cheapest support piece. Uh, mind control with support with a three range double target Batman enemy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that for 15 points. Uh, yeah, so- you can, if they KO him, you just bring in another. Yep, Solomon Grundy. He's uh, my favorite common, but he's just a C tier piece at best. A what tier? Yeah, C tier piece at best. So I was gonna say D. He just he has, he has full dial. He is full dial protected out with. That's nothing to shake a stick at. If he's in water. Yeah. No. Oh no, it's just, just safeguard no. out with. Okay. Safeguard out with. And now that you can bring water terrain, there's always a place where you can probably heal him too. So yeah. I think C is fine for him. On outwittable, invincible for that many clicks is fine. As well as super strength and everything, I mean, just everything that he does, right? So he can move up, carry, like pick something up, like open up a. You know, uh, like if they try to block off the map or something, he can easily move up, pick something up, and carry it. Uh, next one, we have Matt slash Pete's favorite figure, Quadrian Thunderer. I have him an S just because it's 15 points for the Sinestro ring. Yeah, yeah. Pulse Wave. Yeah, he's good. And sidestep Pulse yeah, Wave, uh, Shape Change. He's just great. Uh, and then finally, our oh, last yeah, common sure. is Scarecrow, and I got him at like a E. I think I just put him all the way down. He was at the bottom. It was just not great. Yeah. Now we have a better Scarecrow in Modern for less than half points. If he would somehow so have there. stealth to like start with stealth to go with that free smoke cloud, yes. But the fact that he just gets stealth later in his dial. I like the mind control, obviously, that he has front dial, but the smoke cloud would be a lot nicer if he had stealth to start out with. Um, I'll put him just to spite Superman right now. He's going to be an E. Now, one thing I will say is that he does need an errata because it says when Scarecrow makes a close attack, opposing characters occupying a smoke markers are considered adjacent to him um it should be a capital close because of mind control that's really why you're doing it yep i agree so as of right now he's only punching for two is really how he is worded so he needs an errata so that he can actually use mind control through it uh first common we have is omac 25 points starts on click six uh, and then once per turn, when another friendly character, uh, when another friendly Olmec is KO'd after resolution, heal him two clicks. Uh, I'd say, I mean, I don't know if you're playing more. I don't just don't know if you're playing multiple of this guy. You wouldn't. I, you would just play him if you're playing Omac Prime. That's yeah. that's the only way I would. Play yeah. You have to give up points to heal them. And that yeah. seems no. And I get that mechanic, but that's not what you want to do in competitive play is giving up points to make your figures better. Yeah. No, uh, and the only doesn't time get it that good either. While is in is in pulp where it's like, okay, I'm gonna play three of them. So if two of them die, now I have one that you know has already healed four. So now he's a playable twenty five point piece. But um, he doesn't even get that good. generics. And no, what? he doesn't. But he's a twenty five point piece. Yeah, I mean that's just. Three Olmecs will have to die to get on the top dial? Yeah. 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 So you're giving up 75 points for not very good dial. For what? And I wouldn't play that. No, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's 
No. Um, I'll put him at E just because he's not as bad as Superman. Uh, Omac Prime. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's just as bad as Superman. He's worse. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Superman by himself. Yeah, I think I put him at I think I put him at B because he's a he is a playable piece, but his weakness is just that he doesn't have protected outwit in any form. Otherwise, I think he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he needed to be power cosmic or something like that because people could just chew through him. I mean, he's doing he's a twelve for six, and he gets to uh, use all the standard powers of adjacent opposing characters, so he could potentially get hypersense or um, super senses, shape change, reflexes, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, he his leadership is also good too because it gives you plus two instead of just plus one but he had to be on a theme but i mean that's not a bad thing no brute so that's genesis apoc that's robots they're gonna have that project cadmus is probably not a thing spy could be but probably not um i would put this guy at a b probably too Mm, i don't think you're wasting your prime spot on this ever no not having protected out witches brings him down so far. I mean, I think C is being generous almost. We'll give him a C. Yeah. Just because he has high okay. damage output. Why not? And a really long dial. Like, I mean, 11 clicks still is a lot to chew through. Uh, the Riddler. I got him at D. Uh, yeah. They, they should have just made him 35 points, give him his special... And then he just has a special outwit throughout his whole entire thing. And then his goon would be 15 points with the perplex. So that way you'd be able to make that combo for 50. So I think they really missed an opportunity with that to make him playable with his goon. Yeah, I mean, his trade adjacent yeah. friendly characters have safeguard opposing probability controls. That's not terrible, but I don't know if you're spending 35 points on that. Um, if you weren't the first player, opposing characters within range have safeguard friendly prob, so he does kind of mess with prob a little bit, but it's 35 yeah. points for a leap climb and outwit. And yeah, yeah, pay 20 points for Black Cat, and he, he yeah, so. and his outwit power, his special one is on his last click, which he'll never be on. So yeah, I think yeah. D, just because if you want a cheap leap climbing outwit person, sure. Uh, Grod. A more expensive, uh, not guaranteed Kazar. Yeah, and it's well, it's, it's a worse Kazar because you can't even move him anywhere near as far either. Yeah, yeah. I think I put him in D tier. I was like, I like him, but he's not good. Yeah, my yeah. leadership's nice. Mastermind's nice. He is a twelve for four, potentially five with uh, super strength, but uh, not very good. So we'll put him in D. Black hand. I think I put him in C just actually have him at C. because he has the he has the Black Lantern synergy, but that was the only reason that bumped him up a little bit. Yeah, he can make yeah, a generate a, great. a train marker where whenever he wants, so that's nice. Only two other people do that. Uh, he has Perplexia's TK, so that's nice too. But um, he's not, he's not even good at full. Like he's, I mean, he's better obviously, but he's just not that much better. He's, I think you're just better off playing more chases. Yeah. I mean, he's a nice filler if you don't have all the chases and you need a nice, you know, TKer. So that's a thing. But um, uh, not sure what that's like. Half his cost. Play both porters if you're playing Black Lanterns instead of him for 50 yep. points. Yeah. Yeah, that's a way, way better 50 points. <laughs> Lightning Lord. I, think I, I actually have him at a B. 
I have him at um, six. I like his forty. Yeah, I like him as it at forty. Uh, forty. So for forty, you're getting running shot, poison senses, and RCE with a two damage. He has perplex. If you do play him at a hundred points, his perplex yeah. is by two. And if he's on a theme team, when he uses team player team ability, he may choose a copyable team ability from the opposing. He's not terrible for 40 points. I don't hate him. But I would say probably a C tier. Um, in Battle Royals, he was ridiculous in Battle Royals. For sure. But Well, yeah, because you just played him at full and you pulse waved everything. Well, yeah, you can perplex up his defense twice, perplex up his attack twice to be a 14. Oh, yeah. I'd probably put him in a C. Someone might be able to make use out of him. Uh, Cyborgman. This is a carrier for the Gotham City Underworld. He's got Perplex. And adjacent friendly characters share a keyword with him, have safeguard mind control. Um, I'd He's a. say A, really? Mm-hmm. Why A? Um, he's, part the, he's part of the engine that makes the Gotham City Underworld keyword that has just been given a huge boost go. Yeah, I still, but I still think Kite Man's better. Yeah, that's my big thing is that I would play no, no, Kite Man. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm not playing both, I, I like so him. that drops him down. Yeah, that's why I put him in C tier because I would just rather play Kite Man all day. Yeah, I just, I, I like him at, um, I'm thinking more so for Pulp, um, Gotham City. But yeah, I could see him as C or B. I mean, Pulp Kite is Man fair. Is always Pulp is very fair because you can yeah. still do the whole uh, Gotham City Underworld dropship team with him. But yeah, we'll put him at C. The perplex is nice. The carrying six people with Gotham City Underworld is nice. Uh, mind, col- mind control is not that big of a thing anymore, but it does help if uh, they are playing against yeah. mind control. Uh, who's next here? Sinestro, big head Sinestro. He is almost Superman tier. Nice no, D tier. He's better than no. Superman. He's still better than he's, Superman. He's better than D. He's better than D. I mean, um, because he can Sinestro get the ring, I guess. No, no. It's uh, with the friendly character with Injustice League um, attacks. If they roll a 10 or 11, it's critical hits if they've been negatively modified. I don't know if so I want to pay... Only they're taking their token. I don't know if I want to pay... Points, I think, is decent for that. I'm not... I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't think it's D. I think it's more like a high C. I'm not saying he's A. I mean, that, you that could team him up with, like, um, Deathstroke to get that critical hit pulse wave off. So that's his thing. But 60 points is a lot for a chance at that. Yeah, it's but it's I still that's why I think that he's only a C. I just I think he's higher than a D because D is almost like trash to me. That's why I, have I think C. C is, yeah, I think C is probably fine. I think he's a little bit better at uh, in pulp, obviously. Yeah, he's he's better. Uh, Brainiac, thirty points, leadership, and outwit. I think I put him at B tier just because he's your leader. He's a ranged leadership, and he has an outwit that you can't outwit. So you have you just if you want him dead, you have to, or if you want don't want to deal with the outwit, you want you just have to kill him. Yeah, you don't play him at 80. No. You don't play most of these figures at full, unfortunately. Uh, I would put him personally at like a C. Orion, would you put him at? Uh, I think he's worse than Sinestro. I'd probably put him at D. And then, Miles, where were you at hit with him? 
I think a high C, low B. And then Dan? Oh, I had him at C, so not quite high, but I still think he's good because of what I said. So we'll say C. That's three C's to a D. Low C, high D. Uh, gentleman Ghost. So he can um, turn off your equipment for 50 points. He has senses, and then if he gets it, he gets or the deals the attacker one penetrating damage, and he has RCE. Um, you're probably not paying 50 points for that. I put him in, uh, what was it like? I think he's low, like D tier, because he's just going to die. Like, yeah. he's just, here's 50, here's 50 points. If he, like, had protected senses, then maybe, because then you could yeah. just lock someone's equipment down. But the simple fact that they could just outwit that and one shot him pretty much, yeah, I think D is a good spot for him. He's missed I like him actually points. way more than that because he punishes you for missing with a super sense. And he's There's... got mystics and suicide squad team abilities. I know it's 50 points, but I think he's actually not that bad. And people are still equipping a ton of stuff. I just think there's so no, much wit that he just dies. Yeah. That, that was what I was thinking. It was just, it's the, you, you have to park him up there and then he's just, just food for the opposing team. Basically. Like, yeah. You're shutting down equipment, but I don't know. They should I, just have that instead of the, yeah, just make it map wide. Let's do that. Map wide. Yeah. If he's map wide, then it's S. <laughs> No equipment. <laughs> uh, next yeah. one we have is Harley Quinn, 50 points. Uh, leap Climb, Quake, uh, Leadership. Uh, what's uh, One of Sam's theme teams, Harley Quinn may choose a character that shares a key with her. That character gains Gotham City. And then Free, make an attack targeting a character that attacked Harley Quinn or another friendly character with the Gotham City Underworld keyword. Since your last turn, when Harley Quinn attacks a character that damages a friendly character named Poison Ivy, since your last turn, modify attack by plus one. Uh, problem is, no move and attack really hurts. But long dial yeah. for 50 points. But you don't need it with uh, those pretty cool things. Yeah. Yeah, you're the free. Exactly. You don't need it with the dropship. So. She can just be part of it. reason why she's paid. A keyword cheating. Yep. Yeah, you bring Prime Spider-Man to Gotham City Underworld, you know, or Arachnite. Like that's huge. Uh, but she has oh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. She has to share a keyword with them. I think they're oh, scientists. Scientists. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and the team player allows her with that. Um, if you have Spider-Man or Arachnite, she's now four through six senses. She has a leadership, the Quake. Um, the Free is really huge because. With that nine movement, especially on small maps, you can usually get to wherever somebody is attacking your your character, for sure. And then uh, you got Batman family. Yes. Uh, yeah, she is Batman, Batman family. family. So that's yes, yeah. utility belt that. no. for free if she wants it. Oh yeah, she can have that yep. too. I would put her at B, but what do you guys say? I think I put her at A. Yeah, I put her. A because Gotham, the Gotham City Underworld is starting to pick up some steam. Yeah, it's really good now. She allows a lot of S tier figures already onto it. I mean, you can make uh, you bring MOE swap onto this now if you want with the scientist. I mean, there's just so much that you can do to make Gotham City Underworld that much better. All right, outvoted. She's an A. 
Uh, Mirror Master, is this guy Superman tier? He's D tier. He's no. pretty bad, but I don't think he's Superman bad. No, I think he's C because he has protected outwit for his senses. Um, he can generate the ones. I mean, he's a little bit too many points, but he has a suicide squad to where, so if you missed a few senses, but you're able to generate your your little uh, different versions of him, you can heal after they get KO'd. So, I mean, I, I think that, you know, he's he's C. I think he is playable, and I, I think, you know, especially that can pulp. See, I, I can see it. I think this guy's terrible. <laughs> 55 points for one damage. Yeah, this is an example of a character for me where I'd get excited to kind of play it and have fun with that trait, and every game I played him in, he would yeah. die and miss his super senses, yeah. and then I would hate him forever. I would say D. No, the protected outweigh just that's where I have him That there. does help. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. But just yeah. one damage for 55 points. I mean, you I like you could put a sword on him, I guess. But uh, it's just he's not very good, and the yeah. sculpt sucks. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm gonna put everyone is horrible. Uh, Starro fight. I like this guy. Forty points, mind control, poison, senses, and shape change. Uh, adjacent friendly character, or sorry, adjacent opposing characters begin uh, movement or is placed after resolutions. Place Starro fight adjacent to them. And then if uh, another friendly character that has the Cosmic Arc Ruler keyword modifies stereotypes plus one at the beginning of the game, if the friendly character is named stereotype, uh, generate a stereotype. Um, um, I, I put him in C because he also has the natural core, so he gets the ring for free on yeah. top of it. He's, he's tiny. tiny. He's tiny. Yeah, I put him at B. Ah, oh, oh, darn it, that's right. I keep thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. No, he's tiny. I put him at B just because it's unoutwittable senses and uh, shape change. And he moves. Like, he is, like, the perfect tie piece with two rollouts and without yep. the Necro Sword. Yep. He's yeah. going to be a pain to deal with. So and he I has, think he is, like, a high speed. And he has poison, so he can poison you. Because he'll, yeah. he'll, move, he'll move on your opponent's turn, then you can just poison him right off the bat. Yep. And he's going to yeah. have probably more, more than likely a 12 attack with uh, mind control, so it's not bad. I just uh, team up with Mad Jim so he gets a plus one to his attack and then power equip him with the red ring so now it's penetrating poison and he's just that much more of a pain to deal with. There you go. Uh, <laughs> or power oh, yeah, equip you, him with the yeah. Sinestro ring and then there you go, problem solved. Well, you can't because, no, you have to give him the red ring because you have to power equip with Mad Jim because you want him to do penetrating poison. I don't know what I'm saying, points. but then he can generate well, uh, constructs for free. Free, yeah. Free oh, yeah, yeah, they use, yeah, just free swap it. yeah, just free swap him and the Sinestro ring, yeah. Um, Miles, I think you were talking up Captain Cold. Was, was yeah, I right? played him in Battle Royals and Sealed. Yeah, I played him in Battle Royals and Sealed, and he did extremely good. Um, that leadership, if you get that leadership, that's huge, because this turn that's, your friendly yeah. characters automatically break away. And Legion of Doom, I actually played him with Bizarro, and like, so you don't have to worry about, you know, him breaking away. But, uh, he's got team player. I think that P's being really slept on. I mean, he's a 12 for 4 at 60, or a 12 for 3 at 40. And then he has the end cap. And after he hits, you you may generate an ice block and terrain marker adjacent to the hit character. And uh, it's that adjacent characters must roll breakaway to move even if they don't already have to. Uh, that's huge. So you can do end cap, but that's not required to do that um, blocking terrain marker. So you're hitting 12 for 3 at 40 points. And now you're going to make them break away to try and you know deal with him. Plus he has barrier. 
just I, wish I he had that, sidestep, just some sort of move, just to position a little bit better for. Uh, he does at sixty. Yeah, yeah he does at sixty. At sixty, lot, does. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a twelve for four too. I don't know. I, I think obviously yeah, pulp. You're not gonna put him on a competitive team, but I played yeah, him but, in uh, team sealed and I liked him. And the, yeah, that leadership where he uh, glitz your whole team break away automatically is really good. Yeah, I guess I could see him in pulp maybe, but I just I was thinking I'm just thinking normal like constructed modern right now. So yeah, if we're just talking regular modern. I would say C. I would say C yeah. too. C for cold. Um. So Ryan and Dan, you can attest more to this. We're talking about Zod now. How oppressive was Neil before Zod trait? Uh, it worked pretty good for me. Oh, I just pummeled them into the ground, so I didn't really have a problem with the Neil trait thing. I guess. Well, yeah, you're also the you're talking about with um, Camo though. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, yeah, I had. He also had, wasn't he wasn't getting that bonus plus two then either against you. No, because <clears throat> he's 110. So most no. characters are going to be under 90 points, so you get the plus two to that. Oh yeah, so it came into play quite a bit. It's it's good. Like I'm not saying it's bad. I just that was my experience with him because I my team had luckily had a guy more points. Um, but yeah, no, the free just being able to pick them within four squares and line of fire and being able to. Uh, give them a token. Is it token or one unavoidable? Yeah. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. really good. I mean, it's very good. Uh, the, super, the Superman enemies, the Superman enemies, not bad either. I mean, still, any anytime you can get outwit is good. So, so I would say Same thing. I think he goes, he goes up in pulp, but modern probably still just like a C. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he sees through hindering, which is nice. He's a twelve second blast for four damage leadership. And the Neil before Zod thing is free, but it is 90 points. But I think C is a safe place to put him. Yeah, and regular modern. That are or that is the uncommons. Now we got the rares. First we have off is Polka Dot Man. Um, the community's kind of split about this guy. I'm not a big fan of him just because no, I don't think deep. you're getting the d- powers you want off him. Unless, I mean, I don't know if you're paying 40 points for TK but you're never really getting to those powers you want uh, off of him. It's too random. No, it's, it's too random. random. Yeah, no, he I got tossed him. around every time I played against him. Yeah, the only reason he was okay was because he takes the max of two damage. But I think I just, what did I do? Oh, I hit him and then hit him into a wall and he died. Yeah. So. so D or E for this guy? I put him in D. D. He's fine. Uh, Black Manta, love this guy. Um, he is he is eight here. 45 points. Yes. Uh, he has a trait free uh, when he is in water or adjacent to it. Roll a D6. And the friendly character with the dolphin uh, symbol get uh, one of these. So you roll a D6, three through four. They all get plus one attack, five plus one damage, or six plus attack and damage. So that's great right there. And then. He was- that's all he did for me, basically, and I think I used his EE Precision Strike once or twice, but the main thing was getting the stat bump for, for, for free the whole time when I played him in Team Field. Yeah, I think if you're playing Water Team, he's a must, because he's kind of got that in contact with Oracle thing from back in the day, but for Water People, so I would say high, high B, yep. A. Well, it's also because... Uh, 
Well, it's also that you can steal equipment, too, with him. Because any dolphin that hits a single equipped opposing character, you can choose to deal a max of one damage. And then you can equip any equipment equipped to the um, from the hit target. So how would that procced with Pogger-Pog? It's the same thing or a little different? Uh, what do you mean? Because doesn't Pogger-Pog have the same thing? The... the big one. Doesn't he have the oh. same thing where if he hits you, you take one damage and you equip it to somebody else? I, they would both hit. So no, but a Pog can equip it to an, a to a friendly that's adjacent. You would pick which one you want to do, and I yeah. think his is just a so better. It's the same effect, the basically. Yeah, it's the exact same effect as the Mandarin Ring. Uh, which one is that? There's a Mandarin Ring that has. Um, when you hit a single equipped opposing character, they may choose oh, to do that a maximum was, of one. That was, it was orange precision strike one, right? It was spectral, yeah. Yeah, also precision yeah. strike, yeah. Uh, next one we have is Killer Croc. So he starts off with kind of an out-of-the-shadows thing from your starting area. Uh, if you weren't the first player, he can put him up to six squares away. Um, uh, so the best, the best part about that is it still counts as his starting area, so you still get first turn immunity when you're six squares up. It says during setup, not at the beginning of the game. Exactly, yeah. Uh, his other trait is Blades, and when he uses it, if the hit target occupies water, the end result is his damage plus one, so it's going to be probably a four. And then he has Charge, and when he uses it, if he occupies water, begin before moving, you may place him in a square of water train four away. Uh, he's really cool. fun, but for 90 points. I think he'll be good in Pulp, uh, because on a small map... I played this, and I was able to hopscotch him literally across the map by himself. Like I, I did not need TK. I did not need anything. I got him across the map because if you go second, you're placing him six up, and then you generate the water terrain, and you can poof him four and charge another five. So it was fairly easy to get him across the map by himself. Yeah, I like him at a C. He's... A lot of points, yeah. but he can yeah, get across the map. Very easily. I regret not putting him on my team sealed team, but yeah, I don't think he's going to be making any like good teams. <laughs> no, it's a Gotham City Underworld for pull. Oh, that twelve yeah. attack is huge, especially with the you know you can get your vines out and everything like that. Yeah. So, a uh, dead shot, sixty points. He ignores elevated, hindering, and characters for targeting. He's got the target trait. And he's got another trait, power, make with a range of eight, make a range attack that deals penetrating damage, but only do target opposing characters with a target token, regardless of line of fire. A. I think he's A in every format. I think I put him at B, but I I can see an argument for A. Him and Raz. Yeah, it's him and Raz al Ghul. Especially on smaller maps, the TK in his sidestep, he has full map reach. He has a 13 for three. It's not including from enhancements. And then Roz is able to constantly be putting out new targets. And so now there's just nothing that can hide from this guy. He just is able to kill everything and get an extra 25 points. I think there's something there so if you, you actually him. build around him. But I've, I've yeah. only played him in sealed, and I've rolled so bad with him every time I've played him. So I'm a little Why do you always roll bad with, like, the 12 attack characters, Ryan? That's, you know what? That's a great question. I would like to know that, too. <laughs> it's like, if it's a 12 <laughs> yeah, or a 13, no. just expect Ryan to miss. <laughs> I His opening attack on uh, a Black Lantern Lunder, Wonder Woman on Monday, uh, first attack with him, he, the Wonder Woman was my target. Crit missed on that, too. So I don't know what it is, but this guy... 
should be better for me and he's not. But I think if you build around him, uh, like especially like uh, Miles was saying with Roz, I think there's something there definitely in pulp. Um, So I would be, yeah, I think you could probably put him in a building with him. Well, the reason why I was modern is because for 120 points or what for 200 points, I know it's a lot of points, but you get the rare Razal Ghoul, him, and then uh, the prime uh, talent, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And that's really, really huge. Yeah, you know, no, like, and that's what I agree. Yeah, so when you, yeah, when you start actually yeah, like building around that, and then you get some yeah. support where you can actually like barrier up. Since uh, what he does, yeah. you don't. Um, it goes through everything. It doesn't matter about uh, your line of fire. So I think if you build with him, there's definitely something there. So I think he's fine today. Yeah, the fact that yeah. he just doesn't need line of fire for his uh, one shot, one kill trait is nice. Uh, you just have to pump him up a little bit with some uh, enhancements to give him, like, you know, four or five damage. Yeah. Uh, regular Raza Ghoul. So this is the assassin that once a target has been KO'd, he may pick another target. So you can really get those 25 points of extra victory points going pretty quick. He also has uh, leadership without wit and can make league assassins. And then he has Mastermind Senses and Toughness. He is 80 points, though, with Running Shot Blades. I always hate that combo, but at least he's a dual threat up close and range. Um, and if he was if he was 50, he'd be much better. If he was even 60, broken. I would say he'd be he's good. Broken. He's still A tier at 80. Um, for what he I, does, you remember, um, getting those like, yeah, you're, five points... You're getting that's 25 points important. for things like constructs and all that stuff. Like that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just need to. Yeah, see it. I guess I guess my biggest thing is I just it's need to like see this. it because when you were trying to build the thing with him and Talon and the, just the points racked up really fast as far as like, you know what I mean? Like your figures on the board and how many points you had left over. That was what I was thinking. Well, there is, but everyone's playing constructs and like Ryan just said, but you're not going to make a construct that's on the map worth 25 points. No, no, so, I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. So I think him being 80 points and being able to make, you know, get all those extra 25 points, I think makes up for the lack of um, figures on your team because he's going to be making up for the amount of points that you can delegate yourself. You don't have to worry about their biggest threats. You can just go ahead and go for their 15 point Cordian, you know, and stuff like that. And now those 15 point Cordians are now, what, uh, 50, uh, 40 points? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I got about a B. I don't know if I could bump him up to an A. I guess it depends on the. The reason why I say A is because he's needed for assassin. Like that's. I don't know if needed. he's definitely an A. If you, if you, he's not needed, but you can definitely build an amazing. Yeah, he's a, a talking piece squad. for assassin. He's definitely an A piece if you build an assassin team with him. You can make him an A piece for sure. 25 points is a big deal when you're picking off pieces and like, like you can pick uh, one of the, the goons, like Miles said, get 40 points. And if they decide to bring them back in, just do it again. <laughs> All right, Dan, you're, well, the, you're the tiebreaker, A or B. Mm, I'll lean A this time. All right. We'll say B and a half. Uh, but I'll stick him in A. Uh, the Prime version. So this one comes in after the reg- the regular one dies. Yeah, 
It's C, unfortunately. C. Because he's competing the, with the bear. You're never, That's ever right. playing this over Talon. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You're never playing him over Talon. I wish they would... a cool piece. I wish they would do that a little bit better with the primes, like with the um, Maximum Carnage ones. They're all primes, so you couldn't play them all. The... Uh, yeah. I forget what it was from WhatsApp, but all like the uh, Justice Supreme or something like that. They were all primes. Uh, Squadron Supreme. Squadron yeah. Supreme. They're all primes. I just don't like it when they do that because you can't play them. If they do, if they are primes, give them a trait that says you know you can play two primes as long as they they have the assassin keyword or something like that, just so they can play them together. Like on a theme team or something. Yeah. Or like if, well, they, if Roz is on an assassin team and you already have a prime, you can have him on your sideline. Something like that. Well, they no, they could have just made him a B side like they did um, Two Face. Yeah, they didn't have to make him a, 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 like a green ring. I don't think what he does is that demanding of the green ring. Well, the big thing is his no. sideline active that he just gives all friendly characters with the assassin keyword a plus one to their attack. Yeah, I, I guess that's, that's I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. That just doesn't seem that broken. No, he's not. That's why he's 40 points. I think that's why they justify making him a prime by making him extremely cheap for what he does. Yeah. The thing they is, is that you can make us. you can make an assassin team without Raz, but you can't make one without Talon, I don't think. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, we have Lincoln March for 30 or 60 points. For 30 points, you're getting leadership without wit and exploit weakness. He also does that mastermind with target team ability. Uh, no defense except for that mastermind, but he does make court of the owl assassins. I think I put him at B tier just because the 30 point line is solid for everything he offers. I love him at 80, but I just don't play him over Razogul. The rare Ross. That's just yeah. Or, yeah. or he's extremely fun for eighty. Yeah, I got him at a B just because he's thirty points for leadership. I think B is yeah. fine. Uh, next one, Amanda Waller. I really like her. Uh, her bomb collars trait. I have her with Superman. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, for Sorry. so bomb collars <laughs> when a friendly standard character is KO'd by an opposing. Uh, attack after resolutions, you may deal one penetrating damage to each opposing character adjacent to the last square they occupied. She has sideline, which is at the beginning of your turn. If two or more from the characters that share a keyword with a mana waller were KO'd since your last turn, you may generate her from the sideline into your starting area and click one. And then she's leadership perplex and outwit. She also has PD and suicide squad for 40 points, and she has stealth and mastermind. How is she F? Uh, I put her at. I just C. don't. I just don't like. Her. I put her at <laughs> yeah, C. I, just, I, just I don't, don't like think her. she's. I don't think she's that good, but she's not bad. She's, she's not yeah, Superman not bad. bad. I'm, I'm over exaggerating, but yes. no, I just. Um, the good thing is though that she works well with those mirror masters. So if you yes. have two mirror masters get KO'd, guess what? She comes out. But no, <laughs> and goons. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, she's they, she's okay. Uh, her sideline active is just not good. You're not no. in. It's just not good enough. No, because you have to, you, two I, things have to die for her to come in. That's awful. Yeah, and she doesn't have the greatest keywords. Uh, she, I wish. She was That's why I wish. I think she was she's a very, very like fun piece. Pretty... Yeah. No. So yeah, we'll put her at C. Uh, yeah. Mister Freeze. He'll be good in pulp, I think. I want to play him in a bunch of polar bears. That's just you know. <laughs> 
So it's one trade at the end of the game. Generate two ice blocking terrain markers in any square, at least three squares from the edge of this game. Those markers have adjacent characters. So that's all characters. Must roll breakaway to move if they don't already. If you're not the first player, generate four instead. So it sucks that it's all characters, not just uh, posing. But um, Mm -hmm. I don't... Is there maybe a way to lock people down turn one starting area wise? Nah, I no, guess not. No, because you have to put them away from the the map edge. Yeah, yeah. if it was you like can, the standard or the old um, starting areas where it's two out, because that would be three yeah. out, so you could put it next to them, but you can't do that anymore. Uh, I, I, use, I actually played him. It's Good. definitely so map dependent. I've blocked off a lot of uh, maps with it. I'd but say uh, he's between like B and C. Joker could be extremely yeah. fun because you just you you can take your freeze and move them, especially if you're going first. You only get to make two, but that's fine. You just take your freeze and move the barriers next to him with the Joker. Now they have to roll breakaway on that. Um, yeah, that's dealing one penetrating damage. I'll put him in C. I mean, he could be fun. I know it's 125 points for that combo, but there is, it, I think it can work. Um, and there's worse things you could do for 125 points. Yeah, his, his traits are good, and honestly, that uh, that ice gun came in play a lot of times. I played him in a lot of sealed games, and that trait is that, or the attack power actually was really good. Yeah, because that it's not targets it's not, five range. Yeah, and it's not it's not via his it's not via the attack. It's like you're getting around certain things like mystics and stuff too. So. Yeah, so it's in cap. You're automatically giving a token, and then you're dealing one or two damage after that. So yeah, I like that. That's, that's not bad. Uh, next, we have between B and C. we have Strix. I'm gonna see if I can change this up real quick. Give me see if I can put uh, both of these on here so people can see the uh, dials and that. I should have been doing this the whole time. That's not. How you spell HC oh, having, units? Having HC units open. Yep. Uh, there we go. I don't know if I can fit both on, to be honest, but I could try. Sorry for the dead air, people. All right. Um. So Strix, uh, what do we think of Strix? I think, I think she's just C tier. Okay. Yeah, and Pulp, she's A. She does a lot. She's stealth. She is shape change plus one if they have a target token. Uh, exploit weakness, precision strike, charge. If she does hit, she can then uh, move away into hindering force wears away. She does a lot. I like her. I would put her in probably C. Yeah, at least a C for sure. Uh, next one we have is Talon. Ryan, state your case for Talon because you love this guy, girl, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, she's definitely S tier for sure. She's got that target trait where you get 25 extra points for the target. Uh, and then she has traded shape change, stealth, and regen is free. And then her attack power is when a friendly character with the assassin keyword attacks, opposing characters with a target token can't use defense powers. And then friendly characters with the Court of Owls keyword have safeguard opposing probability control. That probably is only coming into play with her. So basically she can't get probbed. 
Uh, and when if you have an assassin team, you pick someone and you just say they don't have defense powers. So their biggest threat you can just destroy. Yeah. I mean, she's an easy S tier. Like yeah. Yep, yep, she's the second sure. S tier I have. Her and the quarter. One second. I just have to bump this up. There we go. All right. Yep. S tier for sure. Uh, if you're going all out assassins, you got to have her on the team. Uh, like uh, Ryan has said in our Discord, having world's finest hit someone with no defenses is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my team that I'm. That's like my number one team that I'm building with right now. So we'll try that out first. Uh, Saturn Queen Antonio Clark loves her. I do like her a lot as well. Uh, the fact that she can use prob twice if you are playing at 100 points. She has shape change and senses, mind control, precision strike. Uh, where, just, where does she start I at 40 points? Argue. Uh, click six. Click six. Uh, click six. It's the mastermind clicks, yeah. I, I think that you can argue that to playing her at 100 points and constructed is potentially viable, um, more so for pulp. Um, but I can see for pulp, I think I I could not see for constructed like. No, I like her at forty. I mean, hitting that you know the mind control with the ten tag mastermind and the prob, um, and she has a shape change that you know, deals the attacker one penetrating. I, mean, I do like that, but outside of pull, the new, it's, it's rough. With new stats, seven range, two bolts is pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably put her at B. Yeah. I don't think you're playing her at forty. I think seventy or a hundred is the sweet spot. I like the 100 over the 70 just for the double prob and with a 19 defense. She has a 7 range, too, which is great. Yeah. So I would put her at B personally. Any arguments? I'm fine with her in B. All right. Cosmic King. This is Miles. I got him at A. This is Miles version 2. Yep. I got him at A. Especially because he's the only Legion of Supervillains with an, another keyword besides future, so you can play him with stuff. I think 70 is his sweet spot. Uh, he is 20 points more than Chase Torch, but he brings the same thing uh, with a little bit of oomph because it says choose a piece of blocking terrain within range. So if you're on an outdoor blocking map that has like four squares of printed blocking, if you destroy that, everyone adjacent to that takes one penetrating damage. Uh, and it's just a free... Unfortunately, he has four range, so you have to work around that. But he's got um, he has leadership barrier, so he can make his own sidestep. But he's got scientist, and I think at seventy points, there's a lot of low point scientists to work around. You could put him with a, a rack knight and prime spiderman, who works great with him. Works great with most pieces. But since prime spiderman has the you know he's able to uh, carry objects and bring his own blocking potentially to put it where you want it to. Um, I really like him. At 70 points. I'd put him at B myself, Dan or Ryan. You want to make a case for him? Uh, I like what Miles was saying. I am not as high on him, but I do like what he's talking about doing with pieces like that. I like doing stuff uh, where you have to think about that. I put him at C, but I didn't. I just kind of glossed over a lot of the other stuff, what he does. So, But I, he's probably between C and B for me. Right. Yeah, I think B is a good yeah, he's realistically ground a for him. Yeah, he's realistically at B. I just picked A because, like, you know, my chase torch was, I unfortunately uh, didn't go prepared to Worlds, but um, it's a little salty 
that, so I still wanted to work in modern. And he's just like a budget cost, uh, a little bit more pricey and points wise. But I do like the ability to choose and deal one penetrating damage within range. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we have to talk about this next guy. Uh, he goes an S, unless someone wants to make a case that he's an A. Uh, my only case is that he doesn't need to even be oh, no, on. He's... He doesn't even need to be on Black Lantern to be good. He's just good on his own. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we we were talking about possibly go. doing a double Necron team with this guy, uh, just because then you have to deal with two of them. Because uh, when you're playing against a Necron Black Lantern team, you're trying to go after Necron first because they don't get that healing. But if it's a double Necron team, it's a little bit difficult for you to uh, take care of both of them in one turn. And I know a lot of people are probably shaking their heads saying, no, I know he's S tier, but he's so easily dealt with because they're, they're going to attack him first. And the problem with that is that's easier said than done because by the time you're able to attack him, you're going to have a full point um, Superman, a Manhunter, uh, Green Arrow, an Aquaman, a Wonder Woman. There's just so many more threats that are going to be on the board that if you waste an opportunity to attack them and weaken them to get them and you go for Necron, you're actually going to be hurting yourself um, in the long run. And especially if you're running double Necron. Yep. Uh, next one we have is Poison Ivy, the rare... I put, her, I put her as eight here, yeah. Mm. Ryan? Yeah, her, vine, her vines are pretty good. I played her in uh, on Monday and sealed. Works so for me. I put her in A. A, all right. Uh, Black Adam. So Pulp, I think he's an automatic A or S, but let's talk competitive with Black Adam. I heard about that. I, I, even on Pulp, I'm not sure if he's S or A yet, because I don't know if the right Hunter Pits is there to make him viable. I think he's a solid B, potential A. I 200 don't, points is just a lot. I don't think he's viable in competitive modern. He's fun. He's fun, but he dies real fast. Yeah. Um, I think at Pulp... Uh, you at know, a- the right Hunter Pits is there to make him viable. Just the fact that he's, he's got that um, AOE Mystics is really nice. But, I think um, it's just too easy to clean up the rest of the team first and then finish with him or just to try to get away from him. Yeah. Because, so if you mastermind to him, his Mystics would proc, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, if someone's attacking someone for three damage, you mastermind to him, and then everyone takes a missing around him. So there, there are some ways to abuse that. Uh, I don't think well, competitive at all he's good, but Pulp, I think there's something there. Well, and it's range mastermind, too. It's not just mastermind. Yeah. So, and the person that attacks actually takes two because there's, there are within. It's yeah. Um, yeah. He deals one penetrating damage. Or when he uses Mystics, he also deals one penetrating damage to each opposing character within three squares of the attacker, and the attacker is opposing, and, and within it, three squares of itself. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they take two Yeah. All right. Well, I think C is a good spot for him. I think there's something there at 100, yeah. not at 200 for sure, but um, I think there's something there for 100 points. All right. So now we have the super rares. First one is the non-prime Joker. I put him at B tier because I think he's just generally good. 
So let's look at this yeah. guy. So um, he has two traits. First one, charge plasticity. When opposing character within range is knocked back after resolution, you may place the Joker adjacent to that character. And then his other one is poison. When he uses it, opposing characters or adjacent to any friendly smoke train marker within six squares are considered adjacent to him. At the beginning of the game, generate two smoke train markers in any square. If you aren't the first player, generate four. And then he has a attack power, which is blades. When he uses it, choose one. Either heal Joker, equal half of the result, or place a Joker up to two squares away. The problem is he doesn't start with that, so you, I don't know how often you'll get that off. Uh, he is a double rollout with senses and shape change. So you, you're kind of hoping... He does have charge, so he does have a six-square charge, which is nice. And then you're just not getting away from him with that plasticity. He surprised yeah, I hate him as low A. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's the same thing. I wasn't expecting much, and yeah, I dealt with him inside of a battle royal, and he just surprised. I didn't realize how good this figure actually has potential to be. He's way more than he looks. Um, that's why I have him as low A. I think there is something there, um, especially with you being able to knock back someone and put them adjacent to him. You're able to get further away because you can, you know, you have you have that four range, and it's just within range. You don't need to be within line of fire. So it's really easy to knock someone back than four. And then now you place them adjacent to them, and now you can just go ahead and break away, sidestep, and then charge four right at six, eight. So ten squared, I mean, that's that's pretty big to just move ten squares. Yeah. I would put them at B, but let's see what Ryan and Dan say. I'd say A. Keep in mind he does all that for 60 points. And again, underworld team ability, Batman enemy team ability. Uh, that's just a lot. Plasticity, shape change, super senses, a decent dial, and that crazy poison, which is traded. That's that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I had him between A and B. I mean, I put him. I ended up with like high B for me, but I, I don't. Either one is fine. A, it is. All right, we got our first super rare prime, the Jokester. So Jokester is a wild card. He has a trait, two traits actually. First one is perplex. Uh, he can use it three times, but can't target the same character twice. Um, and then his other one is probability control. When an opposing character re-rolls or rolls, re-rolls a roll or replaces a die in the roll after resolutions, give that character an action token if you can't deal them one penetrating damage. And then he also does have outwit. So he is your super support piece with triple perplex prob and outwit. Miles made the good comment that if you put the Sinestro ring on him, you could potentially, if I'm thinking it right, you could do negative minus two to three different opposing characters. Three times. Yeah. So, you know, giving everyone, give the high attackers who have 11 attack, uh, nine attack instead. Um, I like him a lot, actually. I, I have him in A personally. He is your I prime. I do, too. I think he's easy. I, I don't know. I, I have him at A. I'm not quite rated slap the S because I have another prime that I put an S here um, besides Talon but I know there's something there it's just trying to unlock the how to get the best out of him there is something That's there pretty much sure. how I feel too when when you can a mess for sure go ahead a for sure Oh, I was going to say A for sure, but I think that there might be stuff coming out in the future here that could put him over. He's definitely not like a top five prime. And like right now, a lot of the teams that I'm building are around a prime. So, yeah, yeah. he's just not there. I When you can 
mess with your opponent's prob, that's a big thing. That's why I like him a lot. Um, the triple perplex also is a great thing, so you can up everyone or three peoples on your team's attack, their damage move or not damage, a defense movement or whatever. And like we said, the with the sinestral ring, giving up three opposing characters minus two whatever is always good as well. So I was gonna say, Ryan, you don't remember uh, alt Pimtron? I thought you'd be in the same boat with this guy with as you were with Pimtron. Yeah, I hated that piece so much. <laughs> Uh, we got Wonder Woman for 100 or 150. I've heard a C. She's fun, but she's not good. I have her. Yeah, probably. out of this. I mean, she has a stop click. That's nice. But 100 points for charge, blades, and can't be carried because he has a Battle Fury. I have her a D personally. Uh, she can't equip any. Wonder Woman. I don't think they could do it for free, anyways. Actually, um, but she just doesn't do that much for a hundred points. Uh, we yeah, have like you, you seventy-eight have that one Wonder, Wonder, Woman. Wonder Woman. What's that? Yeah, there's, there's that like one Wonder Woman. We have like seventy-eight. Yeah, there's so many Wonder Woman. It's like it's hard to make a good one. She also doesn't have super senses at all. Besides her stop click, she has the her, her team ability, but you only have that. You don't have super senses on here. So, I just I, I put her as C, C tier. Like she's fun, but she's not good. We got two C's, a D. Ryan, where are you gonna put her? Um, what did Miles say? C, C. Okay, yeah, I think she's C. She's not like bad to put in D. She's just not. Like I said, there's like 78 different Wonder Women, and she's just far from the top <laughs> of the ones. Yeah, play, I, so. I would rather play any of the three in from the, the uh, Connelly booster set. Yeah. Than her. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather play Wonder Woman and Jumpa than yeah, her. Yeah, for 25 points. Uh, yes. uh, next one is Superman. So his trait is he just deals penetrating damage. So that's great. He has a move power charge once per turn when another character, friendly character is damaged by an attack. After resolutions, you may place Superman adjacent to the attacker. If you do, Superman has immune until your next turn. And then he also has leadership when Superman succeeds. He may instead remove an action token from himself and have all friendly characters modify attack by plus one for this turn. Um, he is expensive, 150 points, so he is half your build. Um, he is outwittable, unfortunately, so I have him at a C. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I wish they had three point lines. Yep. Yeah. And it's like made right there. That, if those... that number seven dial would be a perfect, like. 70 point dial maybe i say 50 points you have uh you have uh 150 100 and yeah i can see that those hypersonic if those hypersonic or 75 make it 75 you start you start there yeah 50 points would be pretty good three clicks for his charge if it was his charge special attack for that seven eight nine and you played 75 points for that i think it's really worth playing at 75 because he gets that immune later Um, at 150 points you're just not playing him because it's like oh he how are you going to really build around him with 150 points? It's not. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, Two-Face A. So this is the Harvey Dent version. So he has a trait free. If Two-Face begins the turn on a map, flip a coin. If it's heads, modifies attack values by plus one until your next turn. Otherwise, either replace Two-Face with Two-Face B or deal him one unavoidable damage. 
And then his other trait is 50-50. When Two-Face makes an attack with a single target, instead of rolling a d6, flip a coin. Heads, the attack is a critical hit. Tails, it's a critical miss. Another fun piece. I, I like the mechanic. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I'll That's be playing him for eight. fun a lot. Do you have the Two-Face from the Batman set that came with the coin? I don't. I have the coin that came with the Dark Knight Collector's Blu-ray set. So, <laughs> which I believe is the same exact coin. So, um, I, I say C. High D, C. I mean, the fact that you can just make it a critical hit is great. So he's going to do four damage, uh, possibly more with Energy Explosion. Um, actually, he could potentially yeah, do five damage. Shot. That is. That's a 50 50 shot, and the other 50 is a crit miss. Yep. Yeah. And there is no way to replace the coin. <laughs> um, oh, they yeah. were very clear on that. I mean, he could, he does have potential to do a lot of damage. He hit, he can be a 9, 12, 19 for four with a crit hit, so he could potentially do five damage. But like Ryan said, it is a 50 50 shot. So I, I say C for this guy. I with it being a 50-50 shot and the crit miss, him taking a damage, I'm totally fine because you can just go ahead and play the black shirt porter and you can just negate it for the, the beginning of your next turn. Or, um, uh, yeah, you just heal for... Uh, oh, okay. You, you, so can't, like, you can't community yeah, token that. I thought you were going to say you can community token No, that. no, 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 no. At, at the beginning of your turn, you just heal a fig friendly figure. Um, so that way you negate that crit miss. You're like, all right, let's go for it again. Let's flip a coin. But Miles, um, this is one of your uh, don't roll team guys, so this is perfect for you. Of course, it's flipping a coin. <laughs> yeah, I actually prefer the B dial um, because I just want to throw him out there and make them try and hit me. So we'll say uh, C dial for him, uh, and then the two or the B version is he's got the same trait as the uh, other one, where you flip a coin and you can either um, give two opposing characters within range a line of fire and action token, or deal him a damage, or flip him to his other A version. And then another trait is when Two-Face would hit would be hit with an attack, you may flip a coin. Heads, the attack is a crit hit. Tails, it's a crit miss. Yeah, I will I will take that one every time. If only it was protected pulse wave. That would have been maybe problematic. No, I think that's fine, because it's look at what Killmonger's is. That's a four through six, same exact um I'm you just know, saying, in a perfect world, you could somehow get a yeah. uh, tails every time when when it's very un, or uh, unprobable, un, 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 improbable. But um, I think yeah. I, he goes in the same thing with the other one, C tier. I, yeah, I yeah. go both at A, just because I, I like the mechanic and it's a very I'm cool playing. mechanic. I will say that he's not a prime, right? Yeah. It's just a different super rare. No, it's. it's Yes, so all it is, if you actually look at it, is the last three clicks of A is the first three clicks of B, and then vice versa. That's all it is. is clicks one, yeah. two, and three are swapped, four, five, and six. Now, real quick, is the B version supposed to be Two-Face or Harvey Dent? I'm guessing Harvey, because he has PD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The B side is Harvey, yeah, you're right. Okay, because it feels like the power should have been flipped around for that. Because um, I feel like the Harvey Dent one's the prob one, but I guess it's not. Well, the A side is Batman ally, though. No, it's Batman enemy. Batman enemy. Batman enemy. 
Uh, on the A side? Yeah. Yeah, on the A side. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the... On the on, uh, right units, it says it's enemy for the A side and PD for the B side. Oh, yeah, where I'm looking at it says Batman ally, so that is wrong, so never mind. Okay. Uh, let me just peek at realms real quick to see what they say. Uh, I got the figure right in front of me. It's Batman oh, enemy. Oh, it's Batman enemy? Okay. Yeah. Um, Harley Quinn. I love her. This Harley she's, Quinn is so good. She's easy yeah, A material. Yeah, she is an easy A for sure. Um, with all the monsters out there, at, uh, she just decimates monster teams. Yeah. No, no, no. Like you just play her at twenty-five, and you get her unique modifier and the empower support plus everything else. Yep. Yeah, that's why I got her at S because especially on scientist builds, um, scientist is huge right now. So. It's gotten so good with this set. Yeah, I think she's a low S, high A for sure for 25 points. The prob is nice with the uh, energy explosion knockback, and she deals penetrating to monsters, but 25 for a power or um, power while support and empower, and then if your team has or is less figures than your opponent's team, you get plus one attack and damage is just silly. Mm-hmm. She's almost like a collector if you have less uh, figures on your team. Um, Poison Ivy, the super rare. I haven't really looked at her, so I'm going to leave this one to you guys. I, think I have her the same thing. As I think she's, um, I think she's A. a I was going to say, I think she's A, a material for sure. Uh, yeah, getting That's the... A. It's going to need an errata because it says for all players with a straight when one or more opposing terrain markers are destroyed after resolution score five victory points. So it just says after resolutions with one or more. And so it's if each resolution of the movements is what some people are trying to argue to where you can go ahead and destroy um, you know, six barriers. Now you're up 30 points. Um, that's not how I read it because it says after resolutions, which means you moved. But... Um, they got it with the Prime Hulk, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I do like her, though, because um, you have the... When she generates the plant hindering terrain markers for destroying uh, those um, terrain markers, hindered lines of fire, characters modified plus two. Yep. And then it says that um, her special speed power when at 25 is that friendly characters occupying or adjacent to one or more terrain markers generated by Poison Ivy modified defense plus one. So those stack. So they are now plus three defense when they are inside. As long as the uh, as long as it's hindered, yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. That's yeah. Her at twenty five is just extremely good. All right, so she'll go in a uh, king shark. Uh, a tier for B. Sure. We got an A. We got a B. So he does have regen he makes for one water. And he has regen for free as a trait, which is nice, uh, but only if uh, King Shark KO'd an opposing character or destroyed an opposing terrain marker this turn. If he did, you don't have it, so that is one thing. So he could just be kind of hurt, swing, kill someone, and then heal up uh, someone. And he does go through blocking, so if he can go through a piece of blocking and then kill somebody, he can heal up pretty fast. I think A, I like him a lot, but I could just be biased because it's a cool shark. 
No, yeah, that's why I have him as a high B. I mean, yeah, he could... That hypersonic speed, if he occupies water terrain and then he can hypersonic flurry, is just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but the thing is, he's always going to be in water as long as there's blocking on the field because you just run through it and then he makes yeah. water when he destroys the blocking terrain. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying is that he has hypersonic speed as long as he's in water. That's ridiculous. But I just have him as a high B because he just... He's a lot of points and you can outwit him. Um... And sealed, of course, you play him in battle royals and whatnot. But yeah, in constructed, it's just it's a hard sell because there's just a better king shark in modern right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him a B. I think that B is a good spot for him. All right, camo, camo, prime version. S. Oh, S. with like Superman, hard, hard S tier there. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> Superman tier yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, I like him. I don't hate him. He does a lot. He hits people like a brick. You know what house. He does make a shark. He is unoutwittable. He has triple target. He moves through elevation. Uh, does he shoot out of adjacency? Is that what that is? Or oh, no, move, move through. No, he can move through. Um, and then he can move bystanders up to their value, and then they can just make an attack. He's got two stop clicks, so he has triple rollouts with impervious senses and shape change. I love my triple rollouts. He has steel energy. He has blades. He can, before he moves, he can be uh, put adjacent to a friendly character within four squares. That's not even line of fire. That's just within four. Um, I do like oh. him a lot. So he all, the thing about that too is that that you can get around the stop sign with him that way. You so you cannot just barrier him in. Yeah, because it's not a may. It's a you have. It's you generated at the beginning of your star, your shark bystander. So not, not, you no, that's not. Really that's not what I mean. I mean his, his he can charge, place outside of the barrier, and then keep going. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about him being stuck with the stop sign ever. I think he's going to yeah, be like. Yeah, uh, sure I think he's going to be like the Prime Spider-Man, where he was kind of a sleeper for a bit until people start building with him, and then I think he'll take off quite a bit. I like him with other bystanders too. Um, the chainsaw, for instance. Now you know you can throw in an extra forty points for the exit swords Deadpool, but that's not necessary because how many times do you drop a chainsaw and they killed something and now? crap they're stuck and there's someone like within three or four squares you would like to get to uh sometimes it's worth you know i'm gonna go ahead and just move my chainsaw here for two attacks instead of the one with a uh, shark so i think there's a lot of possibilities with him there's so many good underrated bystanders including armored pog your pog who now becomes viable because of came out yeah we'll put him in s just because i heard you three uh say s i am i'm on a a a tier with him, but uh, I got outvoted for him. Uh, next one is Catwoman. So she's got this nine lives trait where you have to hit her nine times to kill her, and then every time that she is hit, she makes a cat. Unfortunately, the cats don't do too much, but they are kind of nice tie-up pieces with uh, stealth and senses. And then uh, she cannot be chosen for mastermind or healed at all. But uh, it takes a long time to kill her. She was a lot of fun to play. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I put her at B tier because I don't think she's that good, but she is fun. She's annoying. That's fair. Yeah, very annoying a, figure. Just because yeah. the nine cats. The cats do have Batman enemy, um, and there's plenty of ways to get the Gotham City Underworld to get in power with high attacks. So you can just have a 
ton of cats just hidden. I wish they were autonomous because I would just be so fun to have an autonomous cat. She but, can you know, be equipped. I'm just wondering what would be a good equipment for her, like uh, Masamura Blade. Um, oh, there you go. Um, the the Blue Lantern Ring. You give her in power for the cats. They're yep, not hitting too. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she does that Batman family too. Yeah, she does hit pretty yeah. good. She has blades to start off with, and then she has exploit with a twelve attack. She has outwit, so she's really always hitting for at least two damage, if not more, sometimes. Um, but I like her. I think she could be a fun piece, annoying piece. Um, and I like the fact that they didn't make her broken by you know saying ma- you can't mastermind to her, you can't heal her in any way. Um, but I like her a lot, actually. So I put her in B. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have the penguin. S. There's just it's. There's no question he's S tier. I actually put uh, him in the. He, I think he's underrated, actually. For oh, you 40, put him in S. No, I put him in A because he like for forty. What he does is quite a lot. That's why I put him in S. Is the ability to give uh, poison to people. To give Blaze Cost Fangs a precision strike or energy explosion and knockback. Um, and it's a free, so it's not the beginning of your turn, so you can get your placements exactly where you want. And that is just huge. And uh, He's almost like a maggot to a degree if you haven't moved somebody because you can just give somebody poison. Yeah, he's 40 yeah. points for leadership. Uh, and then he has a trait when a friendly character uses the expendable goon trait, roll d6 at the beginning of your of the game. Uh, if you're not the first player, generate up to two characters with the expendable goon trait on 15 points line. So, so he, that, he can he can re-roll the d6 when you go for the expendable goon trait. Oh, re okay, yeah, I missed that part. Re-roll it, gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, 40 points for that, making two goons, leadership. You can choose energy explosion. I'm sorry, he can give somebody energy explosion, give him blades, precision strike, give him poison. He does a lot for 40 points, so I, do, I don't mind him at A at all. Yeah, he's definitely at least an A. I don't know if I'm sold on him on S tier, but with everything he does, I think it's pretty good. Uh, we got it. Frank the Plant is next. Interesting character. IA low S. I don't know if he's that interesting. That's where I got that. <laughs> Oh, I put him at. Uh, I can put him at A just because he's an easy dropship piece. So after yeah, playing him, I would say A. A. Yeah, you give him a equip him with a ring. Um, yeah, but I'm trying. Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to take some of this yeah. at base too, not just like, oh, hey, how can we make them better with uh, an object? Well, no, just it just shows you the the ability that you have because he can do non free actions. He's still good because he's tiny, so anyone can carry him, even if they're not you know flyers. And then he can just go ahead and outwit a defense and then attack. I think he, he I is think, part yeah, of a dropship team. I think if you are trying a dropship team, you're trying to get him on your team. Uh, it would be nice if he started with Blades. Uh, rather yes. than Smoke Cloud. Uh, oh, hey, you know, there, it just so happens there's a figure that can give him Blades for free. Is, it, pe- is it Penguin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, there you go. But yeah, I mean, you can't equip him with something. But um, I just I that smoke cloud is just kind of I don't get the smoke cloud. I wish I could kind of do the flavor text behind that why a plant has smoke cloud. Um, like usually it's, it's like, like the spores or something like that. Stuff. Yeah, um, usually it's like vines. Yeah. They give that to yeah. a lot of people. 
But uh, yeah, I think he's not bad. I would put him in probably high B, low A. After playing him, I would move him up to A. Okay. I did play test him with a little bit, and if you can, um, you know, get an outwit there and do two damage. And then he does have a power that if he does KO a character, he just goes back up to click one. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, and I wish his stop was something else just besides stop. Like, he has no defensive powers there. Um, at least give him, like, a toughness or a senses or something like that. But the fact that he can just heal himself straight to full if he KOs somebody. And that's just, like, a uh, a bystander or a concert or anything like that. Again, a very fun piece to play. This this set has a lot of fun pieces with uh, uh, nice mechanics. Uh, Jarvis Tech. Uh, I have him at an S clearly because the <laughs> who don't you have an S in the set finals? <laughs> I no, this this is a good reason though because his tra- his trade his first trade is almost identical to the joke legacy card that I made of Puppet Master. So like I he is a must play for me and I I, I got to give him an S tier just because of that. <laughs> um, I got him at a B. <laughs> I got him at a B, and I only have what I think four. Figure. I know it just feels like every time we mention a figure, it's oh he's S tier. <laughs> um, I got him at B. He's a fun piece, fifty-five points for triple mind control with perplex. Um, he's got a trade opposing characters right with now. Mind uh, control chip oh, tokens, have, modify uh, attack what, minus one. Ryan Dan, where you got this guy? Probably B is fine. Once you start putting them in uh, constructed versus sealed, I think that there's just ways around him pretty easily. So I think I put him in A because of the like what I dealt with when I wasn't first player or I was first player, and then he just gave me the control chip tokens, and so the minus one attack and damage sucked. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, can, that, yeah you have to go second. Sealed. You have to go second. What was that? That vacuum of sealed play. I think he's yeah. way, way better. But once you start actually just doing like modern constructed, I think that drops him down. Yeah, so he'll probably be like a B a B tier piece. So he's still good, but it's just he might yeah, not. He, yeah. he, I'd put him in S just because like how close to that the the funny legacy card I made of Puppet Master. But if you don't go sec if you don't go <laughs> second, he's completely just not worth it. Because that's the whole point. You don't want to have to move them all the way up to mind control to give them these control chip tokens. You want to yeah. get them out at the beginning of the game. And they don't lose it until they hit someone while they're opposing. So you can literally just take your time pot shot in their little figures. Mm-hmm. I'll put yeah, them in a, a B tier. B tier? Or is that where we're putting them? Yeah. Yeah. B. Okay. No, I just said S just because of how close it was to the mechanic that... Um, I'm telling you, WizKids is watching, Miles. They they take things mm-hmm. off of us that the they won't admit to. <laughs> uh, Toy Man, I like this guy a lot. I'm a big Toy Man. Yeah. Uh, so he has a trait mind control. When Toy Man uses it to target an opposing character with the armor or robot keyword, they may be given a second attack before reverting forces at the beginning of the game. If you weren't the first player, you may unequip an equipment from an opposing character and equip it to Toy Man. That's great right there. And then he does have a. Attack power, or I'm sorry, defensive power, empower and enhancement when Toyman uses either friendly characters that started the game on your opponent's force 
are considered adjacent to him. So this kind of got me a little bit confused. So does this work for if I mind control one of your characters? Yes. I am then yeah. getting empowered or enhancement from Toy Man for that mind controlled character? Yes. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. Um, so if you want to do like a Jarvis tech toy man combo, that's not bad. Cause that's double or uh, double target mind control for toy man and triple target for uh, Jarvis tech. So that is something, and he does see through characters. I just like the fact that, uh, if I'm not first, Oh, you have a ring. I'm going to take that instead. Um, that I like, I think he's an a personally just for that alone. And with, uh, I think robots going to kind of see a little bit of an uptick in play, not a huge one, but if you are playing against a robot team, uh, getting two attacks for the mind control is always, and he starts with a 12 attack. So I personally would put him yeah, in I, I like him at a, uh, yeah. Miles, did I hear you say S again? <laughs> no, 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 A. Oh, okay. I thought somebody said that. <laughs> he is a Superman enemy as well, so he does potentially have outwit also. All right. Uh, Brian, I'll let you start with this guy, Kite Man. Uh, honestly, I have had a lot of fun with this guy. I've been hitting with like uh, a 14 to 16 attack and four damage with this um, with constructed. And then. I think what did I, I played him on Monday, and I think I had a fifteen attack. No, you had like a no. no you had you had like a sixteen or something. It was stupid. I constructed. I got him to a sixteen because I was playing him with Bane. I yeah. think I had him eleven. No, I had him at a fourteen. Fourteen for four because I was taking uh, Poison Ivy's attack. And then oh, and then some no, and then I would get him to fifteen sometimes because I had a a full point uh, Lightning Lord, so I would. I wild carded the Batman enemy. So basically with his Batman enemy being able to replace his damage value and then you modify it with his charge. Um, I was hitting with just crazy attack values and then getting him up to four damage pretty easily. So that alone was a lot of fun. Uh, giving all your other friendly characters flight if there's outdoors and then just being able to mastermind to him. Uh, that's a really long dial. So I think he's S tier. Is that putting him a little too high? I mean, super long dial for 40 points. I don't mind putting him at S. So what Ryan is talking about with the flying, that if he shares a keyword with other characters, they get the flight. And then his hell yeah, which is just a great trait name by itself, is he has charge. And then when he uses it, it moves in a direct path, modifies attack and damage by plus one for every two squares he moves through. So if you're sharing a 12 attack with somebody and you move six squares, you're going to be a 15 for whatever damage you have. No, because it counts both the square he started in and the square he ends in, so he doesn't even have to move that far. Mm -hmm. So even just the four squares he's moving with his charge, he gets the plus three. So it's just, it's fine. Yep. So yeah, I, I have no reason not to put him in S. He was uh, very really fun with the uh, Nightfall Bane. Yeah, Mastermind yep, is so it's just within range. You don't use line of fire. And being able to place it is ridiculous, especially if you have a barrier set up, knowing that someone's going to get attacked. You can just go ahead and mastermind. Yeah, because then you're just... Them. So, like, yeah. Yeah, because then you're just beating up Kite Man 25 points versus your actual yeah, figure that you don't want to die. Yeah, it's really it's really nice. That's why I like it with Prime Spider-Man, scientist theme, or Gotham City Underworld, because he's a scientist with that Harley Quinn. 
so that you can just move them all the way across the map and then knowing they're going to try and attack them, you're like, that's fine. I'm just going to put a barrier up here, place Kite Man that's within four. Now Spider-Man's going to mastermind to Kite Man coming all the way across here, so now you have to go all the way around to try and get me again. Yeah, he's easily S tier. Uh, next one we have is Metallo. I have this guy at D or E, unless you're playing against. Uh, he's with Kryptonian. Superman. <laughs> no, I don't know he, if he's, he, I don't know if he's, he's that bad. Superman. He's that bad. He is that bad. I'm sorry. He just is. He's, <clears> he's really good against Kryptonian, but he's just he's probably the worst super rare. That he's not playable. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, stop click, and then he has a pulse wave click on there. He's just not. I, you know what? I can't do it. He's going to be... <clears throat> Superman gets his own tier for this one, so I'm going to put him at E. <clears throat> uh, Golden Glider. I like her a lot, actually. Um, played against her yep. at our pre-release, right. and she wrecked my face. So, <clears throat> Hypersonic uh, for 60 or 30 points. Uh, unique modifier. When Golden Glider moves through an opposing character, modify that character's attack by minus one until your next turn. And then... She has when Golden Glider makes a close attack, she may choose to target all adjacent opposing characters, Blades, Claws, Fangs, but may use it uh, to target multiple characters and roll a D6 for each separate character. And then she has like a nice little senses there. So for um, 60 points, you could potentially do six damage to everyone that you uh, hit or uh, move. Th- is it move through or just attack? How does that work? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Adjacent. Adjacent. Uh, so, yeah, she has the potential of doing a lot of damage to your team. Mm-hmm. I would probably put her high B, low A. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I didn't want uh, an ice skater to be that good, but... <laughs> I put I put her as A just because I was like, well, that's literally nuts. Is that what she is, an she, ice yeah, skater? Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to tell my wife she's that because so, she was a competitive ice skater. That is, this is uh, her Captain piece. Cold this Cold might get her. This might. I was gonna ask that. I just noticed. Just noticed that was uh, the same last name as uh, as Captain Cold. This might be what gets her into clicks. Then she can just run a full Golden Glider team, and she that might not be terrible. Golden Glider, Captain Cold, and uh, Mister Freeze. Boom. And polar bears done. Yeah. Um, I'll put yeah, her at a. Was, if she had that. B. She'd be S if she had that um, hypersonic speed special power on click five. Yeah, for thirty points, that'd be pretty pretty dumb. That would have been huge, but yeah, she's an A. Yeah, B A. I'll put her at A. Uh, and then last super rare is Robin King. C. Yeah, I put him in C as well. That sounds fine. I like I like his effect, but his effect is not that great and he will probably be dead before he can get that off i wish he was just a little bit less points yeah that that was what i was thinking too he felt a little too expensive for what he does yeah i like his stolen toy traits that's why i would play him is that you just get to keep equipping stuff that drop well that's what i mean that's what i was thinking was like i really like that trait but he'll probably be dead before that happens yeah, it's within range, but so you don't have to see it. But yeah, it's it's he's probably not going to stick around a, a very long time for seventy points. You're probably going to take him out. 
All right, we've got <clears throat> excuse me, um, chases and legacy cards to go through, and then we'll be done. So first one is Batman Black Lantern. He is an easy of an S as if there was one, even without Necron. Uh, for what he does, he's just great. I mean, I don't think there's any argument to why he wouldn't be an S unless someone has one. Yeah, he's probably one of the best of the Black Lanterns, honestly. Yeah, that's yeah. where he should be. Outside of Necron. Um, if he, even if he didn't have, actually, if he didn't have the, he makes his own hindering terrain marker, I think he still would be really good because Necron's a thing, but the fact that he can just bloop around himself is just really good. He's, Mm -hmm. he's probably the only Black Lantern you don't want to heal. I mean, healing him is still fine. I mean, yeah, you lose the flurry, but the healing is still fine because it makes him harder to kill. Uh, next one, um, I'm putting Superman at S personally just because Necron's a thing and for what you can get for 120 points. Yeah, I have him as just an A. Yeah, he gets something hard, one wants. thing hard. That's yeah, it. and that's, yeah, he's, he's, an, he's an A tier piece. He's not S tier. Well, the other Superman's at F. I'm putting this one in S. Um, just because for 120 points, you're a 9, 12, 24 with hypersonic, uh, CC. But you're not, it's, it's not 120 points. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> for 120 points, you're getting those stats. No, no you're getting that for, you're getting that for 185 points, not 120. Okay. Still. Um, next one we have is Wonder Woman. She's probably the weakest of the Black Lanterns. Uh, uh, I got her. I don't think she is. I got her as A. Um, she's extremely good. And then if she's going to be tough to kill, if you heal her with that 13 for five, the charge. And she's only 45 points. So you got to put that in perspective of her starting point line at 45 points. Just extremely She good. is, but I, like I said, I think she's the weakest of the Black Lanterns. She's better than Superman for sure. No, not at yeah. all. Not at all. I'm <laughs> vetoing all of your uh, votes on that one. I would play three Wonder Womans over one. No, Superman. you we'll see wouldn't. Oh, for sure I would. Oh yeah. No, you <laughs> wouldn't. You guys are That's so full good of argument. crap. You guys are so uh, full of argument. crap. This is the best part: is you can get a Batman, a Wonder Woman, and an Aquaman for only five more points than one Superman, and that's way better. Exactly. No, not at all. Veto, veto, veto. <laughs> um, but no, I would probably put her at B. Uh, I think she's still fine at an A. I like her on Araco if you're going monster with that because she gets the yep. blades roll out from Apocalypse and then the four through six super senses still. So I think she's. Definitely not the best Black Lantern, but she's still very good. Just because she's not the best doesn't mean she's bad. No, I don't, and I don't like her how she can make a grave train or a or grave train markers that you have to KO someone. Um, I mean, it's still going to happen, obviously, but it's probably again one of the weakest ways to make grave markers. Yeah. Uh, no, there is a chase coming up that has the worst grave marker interaction of all the chases. We'll get to him. <laughs> yes, Aquaman is pretty bad. Um, so yeah, I'll put her yeah, at B. Speaking of Aquaman, uh, we got him on his dead horsey. Um, <clears throat> so he is a tier. Uh, 
Um, he is 140 points. You're usually always playing all these guys at low points. No reason to play him at high. He uh, clear squares adjacent to friendly grave. Trade markers are considered water, so he's always going to be in water. And he can then generate a grave hidden terrain marker into a square of water terrain within four squares. He has blades, he has poison, and then if opposing character occupies water terrain within six squares, they're considered adjacent to him, and then it's impervious. Uh, but then if he's in water, it's all of his rolls are a plus one. So that would be blades, that would be um, impervious, if you can somehow give him shape change, uh, are all plus one in water. Now he's forty points. For what he does with forty points, is it's huge. Um, he also has one of the easiest ways to make a grave hindering terrain marker. That's why he's got an A. Um, he's not going to be one of the heavy hitters, but especially team with the Rocco with the or turn into X Men. Uh, that blades is just ridiculous. He is one of your he black lanterns see. to help you get through shape change with the Battle Fury, which is nice. He just can't be carried, unfortunately, but um, he does That's help fun. you get through those shape changes. Yeah. So I would put him at A. Unless Ryan or Dan have something. All right. Uh, Martian Manhunter, 160 or 60 points. Starts off with sidestep and stealth. After or when Martian Manhunter is attacked, you can move him two squares away. And then he has an attack power, psychic blast, steel energy. uh, But for closer range, ranged attack ignores characters elevated and hindering. Make a ranged attack. Hit characters not occupying any friendly grave terrain marker. Take a max of one damage after resolutions. Move a hit character up to four squares away, then generate a grave hindering terrain marker. And then he does have shape change. And if he hits it, he deals damage to the attacker of the number of action tokens on them. Uh, he's an S tier for me. I think he's actually the, the best heavy hitter. Um, one of them. At 60 points. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think a lot of these Black Lantern teams... Yeah, exactly. You just you play one of them with Necron, and you build your strategy around that one Lantern and Necron. And this guy is really good. Well, he synergizes. He synergizes Necron better than most because if you look at his reach, it's a four running shot with five range, which is nine, which just so happens to be the nine square reach of sidestep and a seven range from Necron. So it's very easy to have Necron drop a grave hindering terrain marker into somebody's square, and then you can running shot and then hit. And then you can place him closer for someone else to follow up. So mm-hmm. that's that's why it's extremely good, and especially starting at sixty points, uh, I think yeah. he's the best attacker, point value wise, out of the chases for what you're getting for the points. Yeah, so I like him a lot. So I got him at an eight here. All I'm saying is two of him over one Superman. Negative, sir. Well, that's the per- no. That's the great example of what. No, you I will say do. double no, double Manhunter over uh, Superman is a thing. Yeah, he yeah, is also the the not the hardest, but he has the most. Is he one of the most clicks to heal up full, or is Wonder Woman? No, Wonder Woman's four as well. Yeah, he's four. That's fine. But like, yeah, he has shape change. So him versus super two, two of him versus Superman. Well, I got a rollout. Superman doesn't. You, you got, got a 12 attack. Which you got to hit that 20. Enough bashing a Superman. All right, I put well, him in 8 I'm just saying. I'm just, yeah. Leave I'm Superman saying, alone. Uh, uh, this is overrated. How easy he'll be to kill. You would be surprised. All right, Green Arrow. I think this is the best one out of all of them, personally. Um, he has, uh, for 50 points, you have Precision Strike, Steel Energy, 
uh, could use from range or close, and then targets can't positively modify their uh, defense value. He has prob and can use it any number of times, but after the first time, he has to remove a grave terrain marker within four squares of him. He's got blades, but can use it for ranged attacks. And when he hits an opposing character who is not occupying any friendly grave marker, you may give that character an action token and generate a dra- uh, grave hindering terrain marker in their square. Um, he also does see through hindering and shoots out of adjacency. The worst this is my favorite lantern. Yeah, I actually have him as A tier. He's one of my least favorite. He's the squishiest. I still think he's good, but he has the worst interaction with grave terrain markers. First off, you can't prob anyone else, so it makes it pointless because you're gonna be perple- you're gonna be having a 13 attack potentially more with porters. So you're like a 15 attack and probing yourself, and you have to remove grave markers. It just defeats the purpose of the Black Lanterns. I think it was more about like he's just a guaranteed hit because he's with porters. He's gonna be a 15 towards some people. No, it's JLA. yeah. That's why I wish they just they just gave him prob control instead of just he's only able to prob himself yeah i think so it's that's just, just that's what it's like a bullseye or something like that trait where he's just a guaranteed hit for somebody like you're you're rarely going yeah. to be missing with this guy and if you do you should find different dice to roll very different game to play <laughs> yeah uh, but he helps with your super senses teams against them because he has a precision strike doesn't get rid of it entirely but it does help and um, he fits good on a Genesis uh, APOC team because he will get the rollout for the close attack with the blades. So no, he, it's the range. You get it for your range attacks. For the APOC you rollout? Know, the, rollout. the APOC well, rollout. Oh, I'm thinking more about the blades rollout from Genesis. You'll get your blades for range, so she'll buff your, your blades rollout. Yeah, so he should get a 4 for Genesis for the blades, but then he's either going to be a 20... No, no, no! It'll be a three because it's your printed. It's not. Oh, it's your like. Is it printed? It's one plus. Okay. It's one plus yeah. printed. Um. So he's either going to be a twenty defense from range or an eighteen up close with the rollout. So I like those odds. But yeah, I have him. That's why I like him on that team. Uh, I think I have him in S. Yeah, you can right. put it's Superman in S. Green Arrow can go into S. Fine, Green he'll go in right there next to Superman. Yeah. It's just, yeah, he's just too squishy for my taste. This is my only problem with that. Um, he also has steel energy, so if Necron's there, if he KOs someone, that's three clicks that he can heal up just off one attack. I mean, you can say the same yeah. thing about Batman. He's yeah. super squishy. Batman has stealth. And he Green can Arrow literally... Seven range. Yeah, but then... And... But uh, Green Arrow has a 20 from range. Yeah, but Batman can yeah, no, move I... across the board by, but it's not really that hard to get him across the board. No, but Miles is talking more about squishiness than I'm saying. Oh, all, all Batman has is willpower, so they could just one shot him because he's what I think they're all four clicks with Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, they're all four. Yeah. Clicks. yeah. No, it's that you know I understand he's got point defense and everything. There's you know, I just there's just no ways of protecting him like with the stealth and everything. They have to go close. I was just talking about mainly for range. Yeah. I'm just thinking 20 defense. There's ways around that. There's ways to get characters a 13 defense attack easily. So, I mean, I know it's still a 7, but it's just no reducers kind of scary for him on 50. Yeah. Uh, Hal Jordan seems to be the I hot ticket on. Uh, what's that? I have an S. Hal Jordan's S for me. 
He seems yeah, to be the hottest ticket right now on Facebook. Everyone seems to be wanting to get Hal. I mean, he is Green Lantern Corps, so you yeah. got the ring. Uh, he is Green Lantern team ability, so he's your taxi. Uh, he's your barrier for Green Lantern. Uh, he does do a lot. It's his pulse wave, I think, that brings him to the S tier. Because it gives yeah. him an action token. Yeah, pulse wave. Remove token. Yeah, pulse wave access That's... is big, on top of the fact that, yeah, when he does that, he makes it even harder. So he's now 10 points more than Party Thor. So there's your Party Thor replacement. There right you there. go. Yeah, but he can also get a better willpower than Party Thor, too, because if he's in a grave marker, he's got a 3 through 6 willpower. Yeah, that's what I mean, though, is that, yeah, so everyone that loved Party Thor, he's like Party Thor on steroids because he gives you the same thing that Party Thor does, but way more options. He also lets uh, so. Necron keep going, too, because Necron's got power cosmic, yeah. so Necron is just pretty much going mm-hmm. every turn. You mean giant yeah. because he's a giant? Giant and cosmic, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's done with Wonder Woman, to be honest with you. I, I think he's an A. An A? Al Jordan, yeah. I hate that you're saying that about a Pulse Wave person, but I just don't think he's as good as the other ones. I mean, it is Pulse Wave with in-cap, which is nice. Um, Well, I'm just thinking of it as S-tier because you team him and Manhunter up if you don't want to play two Manhunters to get those two heavy attackers because he's still a great attacker when healed up. He's an 11 for four. So he's more than Pulse Wave. Um yeah, that, yeah, but with barrier, ESD, and toughness, I just think that he just is easier to kill. And uh, would I just you say he's, he his own would you say he's squishy, wave. Ryan? Uh, he's a little squishy. Yeah, I but guess. he can protect himself though because he can make a stop sign for free. So you know there is there's yeah having the ring creates. helps him a lot. Yeah, the ring does. That's what brings him from A tier to S tier. And he can just carry up your entire team. I mean, he does a lot. He's a he's an attacker and a support figure. I would say high A, low S. Actually, I could take that. Yeah, just I just personally where I said why I have him in S tiers because I like the team up between him and Manhunter. Um, allows you to get those extra ooms with Batman and Necron. Um. All right, we got the deceased chases. So first one is Batman. So. Uh, first thing we'll just say is that uh, first time they would die, they would go to click nine instead, and that's kind of when their deceased powers kind of go into. Uh, they all have one where they're, it's called a monster inside of us all, where they get a plus one attack and damage to a character that has a certain colored power. Batman's is light blue, so that would be mind control, in cap, barrier, and prob. Uh, he does have sidestep charge. If Batman occupies hindering terrain, opposing characters can't use improved targeting abilities to target him or adjacent characters. That's great. So then people will always be in stealth. And then once he gets to the deceased trait or up clicks, he has friendly characters have safeguard mind control. And when they attack, opposing characters can't use shape change. I would a. say B personally. Yeah, I, put, I put him in A. Uh, I like him at A, yeah. He does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. On main force or as a call-in for World's Finest. Yep, exactly. They're just so hard to kill. you got to attack him so many times. He is a great call-in for World's Finest. 
It's not as good as the next one, but nope. um, yeah, the, the ability to shut down improved targeting to make sure they have to hit him up close, yeah. I think is really huge, especially at 75. I think you play him at 75 on main force because now he's a 20. They, they have to mm-hmm. run it through the hit. So. Um, next one is... Sorry, Miles. Uh, next one is Superman. Oh, yeah, he's uh, Superman is the one I think you're bringing into for World's Finest because yes. of um, what he does on his deceased traits or um, clicks. His uh, attack, or I'm sorry, his power where he gets plus one attack and damage is brown. So that would be hypersonic poison, uh, impervious, or perplex. Um, but just the fact that his deceased clicks are insane. So we've talked about him before, but they are, he starts off with hypersonic on his regular ones and then place him adjacent to an opposing character within range and line of fires that has moved since their last turn. But then his deceased powers are pulse wave. When Superman uses it, it is a eight range instead of a four and deals his printed damage value instead of one. If you do, you have to kill him. Uh, but he is a 6, 11, 20 for 2. So I don't think you're really doing that unless you know you're going to kill multiple figures or if you're on that last click for 4 damage. I actually like to use him like that. So with World's Finest, if you, instead of bringing World's Finest back with Death Metal Wonder Woman, you just go straight to this Superman, let him get to that click, then do your Pulse Wave range 8 for 4 damage, and then bring him back to click 5. Um, with That's or what, potentially click mm. four, um, just for that nuke because that nuke is worth saving that death metal Wonder Woman revive. Yeah, because you're hitting thirteen four. That's that can completely decimate a team. That world's finest has already, you know, put a dent in. So, yeah, he's easily S tier. The the best Superman from the set by far. Yeah, not I even think so too. There's not even an argument. Once, so I think he's S tier now, and we can make this case for a lot of figures, but I think once World's Finest and Death Metal rotate out, he drops quite a bit. Not, not I wouldn't no, say I quite I would say quite point. a bit, but um and at seventy five points, I because you can just play him on your main force and teamed up with the Genesis and APOC. Now granted they'll rotate too. But uh yeah, him without World's Finest, I think is still an S tier figure. Yeah, he's um, still he's playing at seventy five points. Yeah, he'll still be good even post like losing that. Uh, just the just the, amount of, the amount of damage you have to put in to kill him, and then when you do kill him, he goes to the god clicks, and then you you have an even more dangerous piece to deal with. And one thing I forgot to mention is that when they are on the deceased clicks, uh, they only do take one damage from all effects. So um, any kind of attacking you're doing to him, and then after at the end of your turn, you deal them a damage as well. Um, the only bad thing is that it's just super senses, so knockback can really wreck him, and he only has three clicks of that. So yeah, there's a lot of free knockback around. Uh, Wonder Woman deceased. Her uh, power is red, so that's flurry, blade, senses, and RCE. I like her a lot, actually. I think she's one of the better. Which I, I mean, I think that I actually like the deceased chases a lot more than people think. Uh, but her damage power is amazing. So, which is exploit leadership. When Wonder Woman hits, give each hit character a slash token. This game, if those characters would reduce damage by more than one, they reduce by one instead. That is this game. So that is even when she loses that power or dies or whatever, that stays intact. 
Let me cause you here. Uh, get, team her up with the Batman team up cyborg to give her quake, and or pulse wave and have at it. I also like her with the exploit weakness tarot card because then she just it's just splash damage to everything. Yeah. That's a good one too. Ryan, any input? Uh, I think she's a. I like her on Arako again, also. Yeah. Again, you're Arako's... getting those super senses and the blades are already on her dial, so you don't have to equip her. So. As, as you can spend the points on something else for equipment if you want it. Yeah. And none then her... of these deceased are going on like a deceased team, but they all have like places with current pieces that are out there already. Yep. And then her 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 deceased clicks aren't bad either because she has charge flurry and adjacent opposing characters can't positively modify or replace their combat values. So whatever she is attacking, you're not getting any stat bumps. So like her, even though she's a ten seventeen two on that first click, that's still you can still hit things with that. Yeah. Uh, next one is the Joker. His power color is black, so stealth, steel, energy, regen, or outwit. B. I want him to be e. good, but it's just B. Not oh e. B. Okay. B. Oh, see, I put him at I put him at I put him at A just because I think he's he's got a unique thing going on, and you you could do some stuff with it. Yeah, he just I want him to be better. I'm still tinkering how to do that, but I have him at B right now. Um, his deceased clicks are good because he has poison and it's unavoidable and it's plasticity, senses, and shape change, so you are not getting away from him. And uh, you really have to put in all your attacks to get rid of those poison uh, clicks. Uh, so I do like him a little bit, but I would I would say he's with the other ones, the A tier. That's where I like him at, too, is A. And then the last one is Hawkman. His colored power is green, so charge, super strength, ESD, and enhancement. He has... I have Joker, too. Say that again? I have him with Joker and B. And B. He has a defensive power, combat reflexes, toughness, willpower, friendly characters with JLA or JSA have protected outwit and pulse wave. And then once he gets to the deceased clicks, he has leadership, but succeeds on a four through six when Hawkman would use it and succeeds this turn adjacent friendly characters have the wing symbol and ignore characters for movement. See, I have him as S cause I think he's probably one of the, like he's probably one of the best deceased ones we have just, his dial is good, and his deceased clicks are just as good. Like he doesn't have pulse wave, but I think he's just very consistent all the way around. If there wasn't a period after that JSA for protected outwit and pulse wave, if he gave that to friendly characters, he'd 100% be S tier. Yeah, I'd put him but, in. I mean, but I still like that he just can't be pulsed. Like he's only taking, he's not even taking the one damage from the pulse wave. Yeah, just, like I don't care. I like him at 75 points, and I think he's a... Uh, his uh, Deceased Click, I think, is actually one of my least favorite ones, though, just because that's stuff that he does. I think you want that more at the beginning of the game, not the end of the game after he's taken damage and possibly died. Oh, see, I like it because I then I might have it... Like, if I lose my leader, he can potentially like be my late game leader. I like that as a, as a safety net, and then I don't think hypersonic is ever bad. 
I he lost your leader and he's on his last like, clicks. Yeah. I'm good with putting him at A2. I think, it's I think he's a nice yeah. he's a nice figure. Uh he does he have looks really cool. He does have JSA, so he can share that defense with people, and he does have pretty high defenses his entire dial. Yeah. Um so that is the chases. Next we have the Ultra Chase. Nod, Arzad, Ursa, and Nan. This is the one that you played 75 points for, but they come off the map until you can get these six Phantom Zone tokens off of them. Um, as worded, you can get them out on turn one. Um, I hope they keep it that way because you're paying 70 points for a figure that's on your starts on your sideline. So, and he's an ultra chase, so I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I put him as a eight. I put him as an eight tier, but I do. Yeah, I don't see why that's broken to be able to do that since you have to take him off the board, play seventy points down, and then bring him back in. Yeah, I mean, I'm I fine with eight too. They do a lot. I think there's something there with the, I think there's something there with the brute team also. Between Genesis and chases. Dark Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think there's something there, but there's just like five to seven other teams that I want to play before I build that team. So I haven't done it yet. Uh, the take it home or play at home Poison Ivy. I just put her as B tier. She's just a fun piece to play. Well, she has, uh, what, the Wonder Woman? So she's a four through six senses. Well, yeah, and if you're not, and if you're not first player, then she has a Gaia uh, armor token. Then she has the Imperv flight ESD. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just think she's fun. I don't think she's really gonna be like meta contention. Yeah, long dial, but I like her at B as well. Yep, that's where I would put her. Um, and this looks like the OP prize Riddler. I just put him uh, at. I have him. I think I have him at C tier. I just, he's mid. So I've never yeah. actually looked at this guy. At the beginning of the game, you may generate a 001 War of Jokes and Riddlers into an opponent's sideline. This game, it's friendly to that opponent's force. If you do, that opponent may choose a character friendly to them to gain the detective keyword this game. Interesting trait. And then knock knock in cap when this rid when the Riddler uses it after resolutions modify hit characters come by negative one for each token that they have until your next turn. So bad thing about that one is the nine attack. Um ah, D tier? C tier? Yeah. Yeah, he's not great and his thing with the card is like okay, but yeah, I don't think it's even that fun to play. Like build around, so yeah, I put C or D, D for sure. Uh, all right, we're gonna fire through these legacy cards in case there's anyone that are worth talking about. Uh, so first one's Calendar Man. Calendar Man was cool back when he first came out, and I still like him. Uh, just depends on what day of the week that you play him on. So I would probably put him high, B, low, A. Uh, he's F for fun. That's F it for fun. Yeah, I just put him, I just put him as B tier because I don't think he'll be that good. He'll just be he's just okay. Yeah, that's. I put him at B just because yeah, you can never. Player. You put him on a team, you're not going to be guaranteed to play in the same way each time. So, I don't know. I think B is good. Yeah. Uh, next one is Deathstroke. 
Uh, he has a target token. Hey. He can have charge sidestep, free choose one energy shield or range combat expert or close combat expert and combat reflexes. And then he does have a blades roll as well. Uh, I put him as B. Yeah, with the assassin. Yeah, yeah. defense is too I low, think... so B seems good. Yeah, B as well. Great sculpt. Great sculpt. Uh, Lisa Drake. So I'm still on the fence about her. I got her like a high B, low A. What she can do with grave markers is great. Uh, basically, if an opposing character is in a grave marker and they are attacking someone with a Black Lantern keyword or is adjacent to it, uh, they have minus one to their combat values. And then she does have uh, perplex, and uh, <laughs> she does have the Sinestro Core, so she can equip the ring as well. Yeah, she's easy, high, like A tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's 100% A, and possibly after playtesting with her, I think she might jump up to S. Yeah, because yeah. she has perplex, that means she gets the double perplex off the lantern ring because she gets it for free. She can generate constructs for free, and she does all the black lantern stuff. So, And she's nice to play against black lanterns because if she does perplex on opposing black lantern, they just can't heal, which is nice. So she does do a lot. Um, and then when she also has a trait is when an opposing character uses outwit, steel, energy, or regen after resolutions generate a terrain mark, a grave terrain marker in their square. So she does it a lot. Only 45, so I, I like her a lot. Uh, Ultraman. B tier. He's not great. Yeah, unfortunately. 75 points oh, is good. where you play him. But uh, he just doesn't do that much. So B tier. Uh, Owlman, 25 points is where you play him for sure. I got him at an A. I have him at borderline S tier. Um, I have him in S tier for me personally just because of what he brings to scientist and detective at 25 points. Um, uh, I, think I, put him at, I think I put him at B tier just because I was worried about him getting sniped too easily, but... He offers a lot at 25, so yeah. I, I think A. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so his big thing is his damage power, which is outwit, and then when he uses it, uh, he can use an additional time for every action token he has. So if he has it, uh, if he's double token, he can use outwit three times. And he has prod with well, the CSA. Yep, I think that's his biggest thing that he offers, honestly. So yeah, we'll put him at A, I think. And then we have Superwoman, which is one of the cards that I pulled. Um, she's probably a B. She's, I think she's just a C tier. She's just like a fun piece, but I don't think she's good. I, I like her. Um, yeah, I got her like a high B, low A. I like, I like um, it that when points. she hits, she can use mind control for free. So she's potentially getting off two attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's more action tokens characters and opposing she gets plus two attacks so she's a 13 for three for 50 points yeah and she's csa again so she's got props so i think she offers a mm-hmm. good amount so i'll give her a b uh killer moth i kind of like this guy actually um i think i i think i put him at was it b or did i have him yeah i had him at b tier because it's just like he does something very interesting with his trait yeah, yeah easily b yeah. Uh, hush. I have meant high A, low, um, low S, for what for yeah. Oh, I put him at C. I didn't really think he was all that great. 
the the free choose another friendly character within range and line of fire that shares a keyword with Hush, and then place the chosen character into a square adjacent to him. It's really good. It's like a TK essentially, and he has five range. Um, and then other friendly characters within range that share a keyword have safeguard outwit. So uh, if you want to get that Prime Spider-Man onto the Gotham City Underworld, you can play him with Hush. Now you can't outwit his speed power um, as long as you're within range, which is five. So you can go ahead and do that. Um, after like. making your alpha with Spider-Man, you can bloop him next to uh, next to Hush to get him away. Um, I I think he offers a lot. The safeguard outwit is huge, especially for figures that like like Prime Spider Man who they you don't want to lose your speed power, even if your defense is protected outwit. Those opening like stats offers. though are rough. Seven, ten, seventeen, two for sixty points. I guess it's because he was, nah, I was a, yeah. That's not basically all support though. Yeah, he's sixty points yeah. and not really doing much else. No, but um, giving safeguard at wit, he has mastermind. You know, you're able to. He, I think he does a lot for that. You're able to pretty much TK someone. Um, if you don't have TK, you can move and then place them adjacent to him. So if you move, you can now move someone six away. So he essentially is like the old TK because you just place adjacent to him, and within five range, you just place a square ahead of him. So you move them six squares. So. You can also just do, uh, like, roll the support, heal somebody up, and then you get to move him after that. Yeah. Then you can free place him somewhere. So I think he's actually not that yep. bad. What did you put him at? No, I mean, 60 points does seem. I have him at A, low S. Okay. I, just I would put, him, I'd put him at B. Yeah, I wouldn't put him lower than B. I don't know if... On the right team, he might jump up to an A. That's where, yeah, it's it's all strictly based off teams. You have to place them on there, yeah. That's yeah. why I have them at A with a potential S, depending on the build. Uh, next one, we have Johnny Quick, which was the other legacy card that I pulled. I kind of like this guy. Uh, he has, when Johnny Quick attacks one or more opposing characters that have either the speedster key keyword or can use hypersonic, modify his attack by plus two, and the attack can't be evaded. And then he has a damage power when Johnny Quick hits. If there are more action tokens on a friendly character than an opposing character, you may choose an equipment equipped to a hit character. Equip that equipment to Johnny Quick. Uh, he's hypersonic. He's precision strike. And he's a 17 ESD. Ignores elevation and people. And he's got CSA. I got him at an A. I just put him at yeah, B. I have him as a B. The 10 attack, I think potential. B, yeah. Yeah, he's got really high speed, but yeah, and he's squishy, so. There's potential there. Getting his plus two attack, look, I mean, there's really not a lot of characters that have hypersonic speed now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Carnage Surfer. But, uh, yeah. yeah, but not 12 speed hypersonic. Carnage has a seven. That's a, there's a big difference between no, the but No, but he, he gets, gets plus two. He gets plus two attack plus against two attack. him. Yeah, and his attack can't be evaded. So you don't have to worry about his senses. And for 45 points, it's not bad at all. Well, for, for what, a hit an 18? No, I do like him. I think he has a B, um, potentially hit an A. 12 speed's huge on a small map. Yeah. Uh, next one, Dark Side. Wish he was better. I got him at a B. Yeah, I put him at B as well. I like him, but you're only playing him at 125, I think. 
I think C, honestly. He yeah. was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, he was the one I was looking I mean, the 10 range is great, but he just didn't do what I was expecting him to do when they made him. Yeah. Uh, Queen of Fables, yeah, I, I got her. You have him A, so B's a good spot for him. Uh, Queen of Fables, I have her to C. Again, another figure I was looking forward to, but kind of disappointed in what they were going to do with her. Yeah. Uh, Phantasm, a lot of people are loving this guy. I put her as S, hey. I put her as S honestly. I, for what she does and for what her point costs, I think she's actually really, really good. Like her yeah, because the um, school class is free with, with her attack. Yeah, I have a dude. You just make give her make make free attacks every turn. It doesn't matter because you have smoke cloud is free. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, she's really good, but her her stats just prevent her, I think, from being uh, an S tier. Uh, man yeah, bat. The there was only <laughs> improvement from the old one, and they did a pretty good job with them actually. Uh, he's hot A. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like him at an A too. <clears throat> he has potential to hit S tier. I mean, honestly, they couldn't um, have made him worse. Animal. Uh, no, there was no possible way to make him worse. Um, I was glad they finally gave him some sort of defense, and uh, the fact that he can just heal uh, all the way to full is really nice. Yeah, when we started playing clicks, this was a, a sculpt that I thought was really cool, so I picked him up, and then I just could never play him because he was that bad. So yeah. it was cool to get a, a legacy card and actually play him now. Uh, Mazaz, 150 points. Now, if Matt slash Pete was here, he would put him at S, but he is not here. He's a C-tier piece. Yeah. He's fun, but he's, he's all... Way he too many just... points. Well, he also just need to protect yeah. it outwit. If you're 150 points and you're this kind of character, you should at least have some kind of protected outwit. Yeah, it's just way too many points. Like he could have honestly been at least like 125 or so, and he'd still be fine and do what he does now. Uh, next one, I don't know how to say his name. Shazire? Shazire? No, it's Cheshire. 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 Cheshire, yes. Yes, think of the Cheshire cat from, uh, um, what's it called? Um, it's good, the Queen of Fables from the um, what, Alice, Alice Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah. So this was an interesting one because she wasn't actually in the Teen Titans set. She was on the team base. So that was the only way for you to get her was to pull the team base. Uh, she is a target character. She has sidestep and poison. And when she uses it, it's two damage instead. And then precision strike uh, when she uses or when she damages the opposing character until the next turn, that character can't reduce damage. So I wish she had. I mean, the sidestep's nice, but I wish they would have gave her charge. That's cool because well, it's cool because her poison works with that attack power. So yep, because you shouldn't have to hit; she has to damage them. So I like her at a high B, low A. Probably fair. We'll stick her at B because we have a lot at A. Uh, and then last one, Brimstone. Uh, he's amazing. I put him as S tier. Yeah, I mean, 15, points for, 15 points for a retail. You can't ever argue that not being an S. Yep. And he uh, damages all. What is that? Uh, he deals penetrating damage. At the end of your turn, deal one damage to all opposing characters within 
a number of squares equal to Brimstone's printed damage value, which is four. So everyone within four will take a, a dink, potentially. Uh, two. It's, it's two. It's damage, not speed. Oh, sorry. Uh, but still. Oh, I'm look. I was looking at. It's still good. Yeah. No, I was looking at uh, the the wrong line. Um, but yeah, okay, still, yeah, because it's split up into two different sections. And I looked at the last section of the yeah. first part. Um, but still, so it's a free dink. It's not penetrating or anything, but uh, free dinks are always a nice thing as well. Actually, it is because it's penetrating. Yep. Uh, so yep. that that is our yeah, tier. Uh, so we're probably a little bit more generous than some other podcasts. I don't know what uh, some of the other ones did, but uh, we have a lot in A. <laughs> I don't think uh, a lot of other people have that many in A, but I think there's a lot of good figures in here, a lot of potential figures in here. Um, and like we said before, very fun set overall. And I think some teams out there are going to surprise you. The, the problem that we're kind of having with this set is that we won't really be able to see what people come up with because the next event is Florida and we're going to have wheels come. So we won't potentially be able to see like what the potential was after notorious came out to see what people came up with because we're basically dealing with two sets after uh for the next event um so it would have been nice to see what the meta looked like before wheels came out just to see a couple people's teams we need more organized play yep i think who posted something where it said like 2019 WizKids events and there was like 12 events and then 2023 WizKids events and there was like four that was clicks off. Yeah, we need we need more events and not just ones that the uh, the players are holding as well. Um, but that is going to be the plan for next year's Cheesehead Championship. Is we are going to have an event before the next um, because usually there's a set revealed around Worlds and then there's another one revealed in November. So we're hoping to have another event right after Worlds to have people kind of be the, the first event after rotation everything so hopefully that works out and we can see what uh, sets come out and what people come up with but that is going to be our podcast thank you for sticking around for two and a half hours with us um so if you have like a long road trip or something like that that's gonna this podcast is for you um but make sure you check out our sponsor over at glass Cannon hobbies and use code clicksing it to use five percent off your order and check out our patreon at patreon.com backslash clicksing it to get into our giveaways and help support the show uh but i hope everyone's polls were great for this set i know mine were pretty crappy i think out of the entire team i had the worst brick um now none of us pulled god packs correct no no uh Two of us, no, three of us have pulled Ultra Chases. Ryan, Miles, and Dwayne pulled. Austin did too. Austin did too? Okay. So Yeah. I was like going to say, Pete also did. Pete did did too, so we had five. And I don't know about Antonio and some other people. So it seems like the Ultra Chase is a lot easier to pull than the God Pack, which it kind of should be, I guess. Um, But we'll see uh, because there was 69 bricks for team sealed at worlds and i think one god pack was pulled i'm not sure how many yeah, ultra chases were believe pulled. none none throughout the whole weekend there was for team sealed there was none yeah there were, i think there was only four ultra chases four or five ultra chases pulled in the entire weekend so thursday to sunday 
and then there was, I believe, four God Packs pulled. Okay. So about the same. Same amount, roughly. Interesting. All right, but that is going to be our podcast. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, appreciate that as well. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Oh, before I forget, next week we are going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to try and get as many Clicksing It members on the podcast, and we are going to do a fantasy draft click style because Adam Friedman is putting something together for all the content creators where we're going to do like this nine-month uh, draft and then make teams with that. So how it's going to work for us at least is that we're going to do 16 rounds and then you'll pick one modern element, whether it's an equipment, a tarot card, probably not tarot cards because you need five of those to get those to work, but equipment or a character. And once that character is picked, no one else can pick that one. And then what you're going to do with those 16 elements is make a 300 point team and then we'll come on the following week and see what people came up with, and then we can vote on what teams we think were best or maybe who had the best draft, things like that. So it should be fun. I'm hoping to get to at least five people on the podcast for that. So if you're into any kind of fantasy football draft or anything like that, uh, you should enjoy that one. So look for that uh, next weekend. Or next week, sorry. Uh, But then remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.